0: This is a download from BBC Six Music. Yes, it is. To find out more, go to bbc.co.uk slash sixmusic. Ta. Hello, it's me, Trevor Locke. Uh, cocky Locky, if you like. Now, I'm here on my own because it's so hot. Russell Brand and Matt Morgan have both melted into a pool of lukewarm liquid, which I have just drunk. And let me tell you, it tasted simply swell.
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: Now, in this week's podcast, uh, Noel Gallagher goes shopping in Hamleys, I get some dirty pretty things smeared on my lip, Matt Morgan turns Muscle Mary and goes to a puppet show and lots of other things occur. Listen to it now.
2: I'll listen to the Russell Brand on Six Music. That was Depeche Mode. Good way to start the show, isn't it? I'm here with Matt Morgan. Matt is pressing all the switches. How's it going, Mafu? Tip top. You seem tip top in your muscle vest. Nice, nice and queeny. And also, look who's here. Why? It's Cocky Lockie. He's in charge of
0: phone calls and competitions. You're right, Cocky. I'm all right. Yeah, I've had a bit of a difficult morning getting in, as you know. Getting what to get to the studio. Getting into the studio. was very difficult.
2: Matthew and I were speculating as to why that might be.
0: Well, I inadvertently started to take part in the Gay Pride um, exhibition.
2: Inadvertently, he says. What? Curious that you'd arrive in that pink T-shirt, Trev, <laughs> and say the reason I'm late is because of Gay Pride. Why?
0: What does? What do you mean? Well, I, I don't know, but central London is closed, and... Because uh, gay pride was yesterday, I don't know. Is it, is it a two-day festival? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's not, then. Maybe there's something... Oh, yeah, you don't know
2: happened. about gay pride, do you, Trevor? It's not as if yesterday you were in a pair of hot pants marching right out the front, blowing bubbles with a sailor. I, beg- I don't know what blowing bubbles means. Is that a euphemism? I don't... Probably in your world, Trevor. In my world, it means... That- Honest support of West Ham United. In your world, it means are probably at a risk of some oral infection. Yeah, come on, <laughs> right? Okay, we, we've got were, a fantastic- we were late
3: as well. Huh? We, were, we were late as well. We weren't we were late for the show.
2: Oh, because the taxi firm is unreliable. Yeah, Wish we absolutely. knew the name, and then we could slander them on here! <laughs> um, okay, so listen, it's going to be a really good show today because we're talking about school and stuff like that. Right, we're talking about our school days. If you want to get involved and talk to us about your school days, you can text us. Trevor Locke will pass me the, the text number in a matter of moments. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, 64046. 64046. Oh or oh, you can email me at russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. <laughs> I, I don't know. You surely by now know the answer to these queries. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's going to be a really good show. Later, of course, we'll have Trevor, Sonic, and Nigma. Dids out of Dirty Pretty Things. He's coming down. for. He's going to be in studio for a bit. If you, if you will, he's a bassist, isn't he? So it won't matter if you have got your guitar. It won't matter
0: if I. Well, it might do. We could do a duet, couldn't we?
2: Trevor?
3: I'm sure he can play the guitar.
2: You, know, you, you would hope can. so.
0: I don't think he can. I do really? think he's one of those bass players that just does the bass.
2: Just committed to the bass.
3: Yeah. Right, he's always got rhythm.
0: We've in got his school poems. reports,
3: haven't we? What have we got? We've got our school reports.
2: Me and Matt found our old school. Well, Matt's mum, like last week, was saying about like, what a liar Matthew is. So she sent uh, her, his school reports to me to see that, that, so that to provide evidence that his education wasn't what he claimed. Matthew was to, told me that he was educated at Oxford <laughs> and that he was a doctor. Uh, so, but essentially, all these things are untrue. What? Well, uh, let's, I don't know, right, you contact us on 64046 with your stories from your childhood. Trevor, I want to hear things from your childhood. Me and Matt are going to read out our school reports. What are we are going to listen to first, though, Matthew? Cooks. Oh, nice! Yeah, you like them, don't I you, Chev? I love this. Oh, it's scene. like he's back at Gay Pride. He's all proud and oh, excited he's up again. above his
0: head. What's wrong with that? Show of support to the little kook fellas. Where are they from? Up north, aren't they? Brighton, somewhere? I thought. Yeah, Brighton, that's uh, right, yeah. Brighton. Again, <laughs>
2: everything returns to homosexuality with Cockachuff and lucky. Okay, let's listen to the kooks. She moves in her own way, claimed the kooks. Well Trevor Locke moves in his own way, and it can only be described as the manner and fashion as a Nancy boy. Stop it. You're
0: That's, right, Trev. I'm alright, yeah. I just think you've got a little bit too early in with the jokes there, the, the what do you mean? against. me I just think you should build it up naturally. I think it's well, jumping naturally.
2: With... No, it hasn't. You Trevor, you turned up here late and when asked a good you good why excuse. you said gay pride <laughs> as if gay people are somehow unpunctual.
0: No, not,
3: no, they're just- Trevor, you know. what's this about people staying at your house?
0: Yeah, Trevor.
3: They'll why have you got talk a about couple
2: that? of 17-year-old Italian girls living in your house, and when I- Trevor's got two 17-year-old Italian girls living in his house, and when I goes, One of them's why, 18. he goes, it's an experiment. We're an experiment? Have Trevor. you started a cult, Trevor? No. What are you doing there?
0: Well, I thought I was going to go to America, and, uh- When? Uh, well, in February, I thought I was going to go to America now.
2: In February, you thought you, you were going to go to, to America, to America, America now? now? Yeah. What?
0: Well, America in the summer. Oh, right, okay. And now it's the summer. Right, and the not, summer not has in come around and it's raining in America yeah. and more's the pity. What's that got to do, do with these girls? Well, some, a friend of mine said... Um, a friend of mine's got, um, some daughters. <laughs> what? Friend of, a, friend a friend of mine's, of mine's, got, some friend of mine's got some yeah.
2: daughters? Yeah. You yeah. said that, yeah. like they collect vases or crockery or something. friend of mine's got these lovely daughters. What,
3: Trevor, what I want to know, I don't want to know Italian about your friend's daughters. Crockery and so, so they're staying at your house as a they They're staying in tour. my bedroom, yes, yeah, so I've
0: Why,
2: listen, can I, let me please take control of this situation. Yes. Trevor, why have you got two 17-year-old Italian girls Cause cause living in your house? Because I thought I was going to be in America. Uh, right, but oh, now you're oh, not in America. Yes,
0: and I thought, I can't welch on it, can I? You can't welch, okay. but okay. not okay. to the
2: Italians, they're notoriously <laughs> reliable, sort of if they'd change sides in the middle of a war, sort of strangely patriotic and jingoistic today because of the ring of defeats that's all about us. Does that, that does that to you a little bit, though, isn't it, when England inevitably go out of competitions on penalties? I know, I,
3: I thought, what? Uh, right, Nando's, I'm not going to eat Nando's. Well, you did, then, and then I thought oh, no, <laughs>
2: right we'll take this out on that right that's it I'm not here another one other chicken Portuguese places are available <laughs> although they're not are they no, so of course they are. They're, there is none the due
3: prominence there uh, Trevor are these 17 year old girls yeah one of them's 18 mate. Oh, God. Yeah, and, and Do you oh, God, think think it gets worse, doesn't so it? Think, he's got the, He's incubating them. I bet they were promised, this, like, if you're that age, right, you're 17, you're 18, yeah. oh, you're going to have a house to yourself in London. Oh, brilliant. No, and no. then they come over and Clark Kent's living there.
1: Oh, <laughs> God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Um, welcome. welcome, welcome to my house. Oh, um, hello, come in, we'll be sharing a room, um, I'm just <laughs> off to Gay Pride now, uh, so uh, there's Don't no... mind the mice! Hi, he, after all, He don't. went to Gay Pride to try and convince those girls he wasn't a threat to them. Yeah, true. I'm just off now to Gay Pride. Nothing happy. to
2: worry about, perhaps you'd like to mince around my house in your bras. After all, why would I care as a gayer? <laughs> <laughs> we're all girls together. <laughs> yeah, look at us, go, I'll tell you what, girls, since I we're all gays, why don't we have a bath?
0: Do you know what they did last night in my kitchen? Cried. <laughs> no, they... Cried, got, they, begged to be allowed to go back to Italy. They got out a condom. Sang Ness and Dorma. <laughs> they got out a condom, filled oh it Christ, with water. At least they're being responsible. Tied it up and played with
3: it like it was a little animal. Really? What yeah.
0: did you do? Kill it? I'd try to stroke it. <laughs> <laughs> why did they do that?
3: They, I don't know. They Trevor, so, you've I got to entertain these people. Look, you've <laughs> driven them to madness.
0: I think oh, already? They sh- they've
2: been in his house 48 hours and they've been reduced to using condoms as sort of pets.
0: Because my other, my other flatmate didn't know what a condom was, so uh, they were sort of showing Why out. is that
2: probably living with you, Trevor? <laughs> Trevor's uh, resolutely Catholic in these matters. <laughs> Trevor, why that doesn't thing? he know Do you that? mean I didn't need to be having these mutant babies? <laughs> oh,
3: I think... Um, you're talking about a grandfather clock or something that you've given a personality.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know what a condom is. <laughs> oh,
3: let me show you. I think, yeah, were we to go round, Trevor, your house is just full of talking items. It's like
2: Beauty and the Beast round, Trevor's. So if you go round there at about midnight, you'll just see Trevor arguing with a teapot. i
1: have tried to love you.
2: Where's your son? <laughs> OK, listen, why don't we have a uh, little bit more music Shall Rolling will listen Stones. To the stones? Yeah. Beast of Burden, this is one of the ones that weren't allowed when they, played, when they played in China. This was one of the ones that was struck off and they weren't allowed to play it. I don't understand On what why.
3: Because of drugs?
2: No, you well, like you know, because I think because it's too sexy. It's not This is what my point. I'm not, I'm not the Chinese authorities, lads. Oh. I'm not saying, right, OK, go to Tiananmen Square. If anyone's got any individuality, crush them. Not that guy with the carrier bags, though. I like the look of him. He's standing up to us. He's kind of defiant. OK, let's, let's see if you can hear what might be the problem like for the Chinese government. And afterwards, we're going to be talking about our school days. Any school anecdotes or stories, send them to us on 64046 or you can email me at russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. This isn't a Beast of Burden from Still. (laughs) Okie dokie, that was Beast of Burden. It's quite obvious why that's. It's obvious because Beast of Burden is like he's saying, ride me. I don't really listen to
3: lyrics, but when I did then, because I love that song. Sexy. It is. He's like going. Come home and I'll be a horse in I'll the be bedroom. I'll be a beast
2: of burden. Yeah, you can get on my back and ride me.
3: I always she thought he was gonna going. I'm not going to be, be your beast of burden. Listen, babe, don't
2: boss me about. And carry come shopping. Carry your stuff. Or buy you some makeup or lipstick or do washing up because I'm not like that. Trevor, what were you about to say? You were
0: about to interject. It was yeah, obvious to everyone. Well, I was just going to say that. Really, I thought it was about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why are you standing so... Why have been all dismissive for and got all shy? Into yourself? No, I don't know. I just had. You weren't like that yesterday, at Gay Pride, were you? <laughs> no. Arms aloft, pom poms in your fists. i will in my element then, will not I? <laughs> What <laughs> oh, are you talking about? <laughs> talking about you and your pride. Just your... the football. Just oh yeah. Oh,
1: it? Yeah.
2: Why do we get? All... Why do we attach ourselves to external ideas, Trevor? Uh, because that's the only way we can escape uh, what this knowledge of and death. Horror. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, well, you know, blimey, that's it's a bit depresonated for a Sunday morning upbeat radio show. The idea of death and the idea of us the world being transient we can't confront death, so we attach ourselves to illusions and all these illusions are inappropriate substitutes for God and the oneness we have with the universe. We don't to harp on about that when we've got school reports. Here's one of my school reports, right? Um, remember I told you I had to go away for a year to that special school? Do you remember I told you both that, didn't I? But was it a special school or was it just a
0: different school?
2: Well, it was quite special. You had to go and live there. It awful. It was a boarding school. Right? Yeah, but you don't big... pay to go to It's not one where like, you pay to go to a boarding school, it's a state run. Well, because you were naughty? School. Yeah, the reason I went there is because they said that boy's got unusual behaviour. So it'd be good for him to go away. Are for you it, making are you? this up? Yeah, but
0: no. Exactly. What was this school? Was it, it was a school for disruptive pupils, or just for normal people that wanted to live? I away? think
2: that I think they had right. This is as I understood it. Yeah. It was a school for normal children, really? right? That was run by the state that you didn't have to pay for, and it had a good standard of education. But they took a special interest in children that had behavioural difficulties, okay. and they would and they would make exceptions for you and look after you and get you okay. in. Oh, really? That's the way. Yeah, yeah. Not
3: drum like.
2: Drum Lake? What's that? Is that a special That's school? that school
3: where you, there was no rules, you could just do what you like. Oh, I'd like to have gone Drum Lake. You'd have been a nightmare.
2: Do, yeah, but perhaps I would have, perhaps I would have got things out of my system. It to force
3: kids to be mature because they had to make decisions for themselves, so he'd muck around for ages and then think, right, hang on, this is boring, I'll do something now.
2: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. That's, uh, but that's an interesting... I've always queried that mentality of treating children sort of like little adults and going, OK, he'll soon come to his own. I think, I think it's good. Do it, you, though? But isn't that a bit like that? I, you was,
3: know? I was babied a bit and so and also always expected the worst of, so I just lived up to that. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. Was all, all, my mum and dad always thought, oh, well, he'll just muck about, so I did. Yeah,
2: but, right, if you go... So I was like, no, he'll just get that out of Right, I've caught you smoking a cigarette, so I'm going to lock you under the stairs with a packet of 20 cigarettes, just sit and smoke cigarettes under the stairs. Yeah. Ridiculous. Brewster's Millions lied to us as a film. It was ridiculous. This is... Right, so, okay, so I've got some of my school reports here. Uh, this is English. Russell continues to have difficulty following instructions. His written work in particular is inconsistent and is frequently brief or incomplete. This is well good for mathematics. A fairly good year's work, but Russell still needs to do more learning. Right? <laughs> uh, is That's that their s- job. Yeah. yeah. It's as if no one's teaching the idiot and throughout the year (laughs) must constantly revise in order to improve, especially basic arithmetic. That's the maths report, so I'm no good at doing maths in a maths class. Uh, a reasonable, this is science, a reasonable exam result. Unfortunately, Russell is incapable of concentrating on a piece of work for any length of time. His practical skills are slowly developing. I shouldn't be allowed to do any practical science. And, and that human cyborg thing that he's working on <laughs> is coming along really, really well.
3: We were going along in a taxi on the way here looking for our school reports. And I was saying, oh, yeah, biology, business studies, French. And then Russell was going, yeah, geography. And then he went... Sword fighting.
2: Yeah, that's when I when I went to Italia Conti when I was sixteen. Right, I left I left school. You yeah, a sword fighting class. Yeah, yeah I got a grant and went it. to uh, I went to Italia Conti. It's it's dead funny. Um, let me find that. Like, this is the sword. This is this is good. This one is from um, this is for this is for I think acting. Uh, Russell Brand. What can I say about Russell that won't upset you? Really, not a lot. <laughs> I'm afraid he's wasted his year at the academy. He's been to several of my classes, but he's never been dressed correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but frankly, I became fed up with telling him. He puts very little effort into his work, and what he puts into it ain't up to much. He was thinking about following the performing arts for two more years. I think unless Russell changed his whole attitude, it would be a waste of time. If you want to be talented, you have to work at it, and, and not be so cocksure or something.
3: Bloody Ooh. cheek. What does that mean that you weren't dressed appropriately? How inappropriate could you be before at drama school? They say that's bad. I was dressed as Dracula. It wouldn't have mattered, but we were doing Sound of Music. (laughs) I don't don't know. I was just wearing my normal sort of attire. I did have that cape of love I don't like teachers. I think like 60% of them are motivated by bad things. By a desire to have power over children. Yeah, they're not there to, they love teaching. They're horrible. Especially things like that. He's actually being creative with his insults there, isn't he? He's like, yeah. Well written. Just what being I tell order. you that won't upset him? Frankly, very little. He's just getting off on that. Yeah. It's
2: disgusting. Have you got any of your reports? Oh, this is this one dialect. It is impossible to comment on Russell's progress in dialect this year, as I've only seen him once in class. I didn't. Dialect, though. Look at this, though. Listen to this. I am from Scotland. See,
0: you know, yeah. I picked up something, and that's, we didn't need that's to go. Did, didn't that's
2: need right. to go. Yeah. Well, it wasn't necessary. If you got something there, Matthew, before we well,
3: move along. Mine are just. Matthew has shown little interest in the subject. He has ability, but very often his approach to the subject is flippant. It's all the same thing. Matthew is very gifted person, but sadly is unwilling very to make the person. best use of his talents. Matthew, Matthew has a, the ability to gain a most worthwhile grade. Sadly, his attitude is mostly negative.
2: Yeah, well, I've found that to be true. I've worked with you for seven years, and quite frankly, it's been a bloody burden. (laughs) Not a beast of one, neither. Trevor, what's your email? Hang on, hang on.
3: His response to literature is particularly sensitive and perceptive. And in oral assignments, he performed ably and confidently.
0: Maybe why
2: are you boasting (laughs) about things that happened 20 years ago? Trevor, um, go on then, mate.
0: 20 years ago? What's your email? (laughs) This is a a funny email from uh,
3: Richard Harris in Brecon. Yeah. Um... You're Dearest eating, Russell. Hang on, Russell's eating fruit into the microphone <coughs> again. Yeah, please don't eat fruit into what? the mic whilst I'm about to. I listen to. to the podcast you can yeah, <laughs> go nice. through one bit. Nice. Atmosphere creates atmosphere authentic. It's the wrong atmosphere though, isn't
2: it? Go on
0: and get on with your email. Dearest Russell. When I was twelve years old, two of my friends and I were passing by our old primary school, which I still attended, but which they had left six months earlier. They had never had a good relationship with the janitor, Mr. Stott, who didn't really let us play football. <laughs> I never had a good argue. relationship with a janitor. There's soap opera. <laughs> Caretaker, surely. I always argued that he was only following orders, but they were having none of it. They were desperate to do something to get back at him. Mm, it was decided that all three did of them. Did it us... say hmm, there, Trev? <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> Why did you add that for act? Oh,
1: you should have got. You should have turned the dialect.
0: Exactly. I went to all my lessons. Hmm. It was decided that all three of us <laughs> should deliver a brown gift, if you know what I mean. What a brown gift? A brown oh, gift, inverter commas, okay. in the bike sheds. I was more than a little apprehensive about this, given the fact that I still attended, still attended the school and didn't really need. I was, however, talked into it by my older friends. We scaled the gate, scuttled across the bike sheds, Scuttle- and dropped our trousers almost in unison. It's that like Radio 4. I was horrid. To find that despite my best efforts i was still struggling with a turtle head whilst my two oh. friends were reaching for the empty monster munch packets <laughs> that is a really impractical way of working
3: this. this is disgusting a
0: whole lot worse my friends cried run before scrambling over a wall i was now past the point of no return and i was in a state of sheer terror not knowing why my friends had run it was at this point that mr stott a giant of a man. <laughs> a booming voice, this a big shoe, Nory and Trump. one eyebrow revealed himself. He'd seen us enter the school and come to investigate. Pull your trousers up, boy, he roared. But I couldn't. How I long spinning. is this? Trevor! Trevor! We were now involved in a bizarre standoff or crouch-off. This is, t- he's standing, improvising the rest of this. Arms crossed at the entrance. Trevor, Trevor give me, me that, Trevor. Trevor.
2: Squatted. Give me that bit of paper. There's nothing on that piece of paper. It's just a drawing of a smiley face. Just a smiley face. Trevor, that's, you've got an illness there, mate. That's t- Terrible, okay, right, yeah, let's, uh, we'll listen to Smashing if Pumpkins, to to but first, this! Story, we're not listening tuned. to any more of that, don't encourage Trevor to tell those sorts so of stories. It's got a really
3: good ending. Let's listen to Smashing Pumpkins. and Jackanory, that was,
2: wasn't
1: it? This is Six Music.
2: All sparks by the editors, this is, all editors, do they have a, a definite article in front of them? I think they do, they, yeah, are, they the are the editors, editors aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, cos people get upset if you give them a, an article that's, uh, So you listen, <clears throat> Listen to Russell Brand on Six Music, uh, perhaps I shouldn't eat fruit then, you know, because i very nearly choked there. We're talking about people's <laughs> school days here and uh, stuff like that. Oh, but look, look at this email from Paul Baroni. It says, uh, could Get you away. forward this to Trevor, please? I don't believe it. Russell, I know it's a long shot, but could you forward this to Trevor? I'm an old friend who lost touch with to him about five years ago. Tell him I'll sing the ballad of Bill Locke to him if he does. <laughs> Do you
0: remember Paul Baroni, Trevor? We were best mates. We were in Jowett together. What's we... Jowett mean? My band. Yeah, what were the aspirin crackpipes? Yeah, Trevor used to smoke aspirin, aspirin. aspirin. It was me and Paul who smoked aspirin. Paul, yeah, tre- tre- let's get him up on Trevor
2: the- smoked aspirin <clears throat> as a, a member in his band before going on stage. Pretty crazy
0: days, weren't they,
3: Trevor? Yeah, my mum thinks it's dangerous spray. to keep saying that on the radio. It is dangerous, yeah. Why is it?
0: Because you might put a hex on us.
3: No, because uh, kids might no, try right. and do it, right. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs>
0: Don't
2: smoke aspirin. Uh, if that is not obvious to you, you're very, very silly. <laughs> listen to the person, right? Listen, right, for a moment, just listen to the person who did do that in a childhood. Are you all right, Trevor? How do you feel? I feel <laughs> fine. <laughs> right. Now, what. Better anti-drug endorsement could there be than right, the personality yeah. no, don't, of
0: Trevor Lock? Don't smoke aspirin. Don't even take aspirin. You don't need it. Just use the power of your mind to take away those aches and pains.
2: Trevor, the power of your mind seems only good for torturing rodents. I can't believe Paul Baroni's email. That's great. Did he email or, or text? He emailed. Paul, send us your phone number. Trevor seems very keen to talk to you. I, I can... want you to sing Ballad of Bill Lock live on air this morning. This is from Catriona. Hello, Russell and we, Trevor. Matthew's been ignored here. Just to say that this is... Matthew, I'd like to say hello to you. You're right, dear? Hello. Just to say this is week three of my getting up early on a Sunday to listen to your show, (laughs) The Funniest Thing on Radio. Sunday is out bikini on What More Could a Girl Want? Russell Brand and a Gay Friend. Perfect. Anyway, that's you, Trevor, I imagine. Uh Anyway, the only school story I really... I have really is when I was doing school sports day, running the 200 metres, when the school bully and general ne'er-do-well, who should remain nameless, no wonder he was a ne'er-do-well if he didn't even have a name, what an IDENTITY <laughs> CRISIS that lad must have been having, whipped out his sizeable dinkle and waved it at we runners, that <laughs> uh, so means we the runners, not like they were <laughs> running we along a piece of foil or something. I have to say it put me off my stride and no mistake, keep up the ace work. Love who, love who. That's one of my catchphrases. That's from Catriona. That's nice. What about that? Sometimes there were lads at school that had really big dinkles. Remember Jamie Dawkins, the school bully I at my remember him, I think know. it gave him incorrect... You don't remember him. You'd <laughs> like him now, Trevor. <laughs> either way, you carry on. Like, you know,
3: it's often the kids that are good at fighting have really freakishly big willies. I think it's because puberty doesn't come at the same time exactly. for everyone. So, exactly. Like, oh, so, like so they become a bully boy. I remember yeah. playing rugby, and there was, like, people who developed to the status of a man. Yeah. <laughs> fighting children fine, fine, fighting was...
2: tiny little bald winkled boys yeah but then what about sometimes you'd get a lad who had a freakishly large dinkle and it was out of keeping with his character i seem to remember one lad paul <laughs> iron what a geek with a big Geek, but what's that you're packing, Giga Boy? That's something special for the ladies, there. Who knows? And
0: they're never going to see it. I can never going to see Remember when Rebecca Luckman came up to me outside? So was this someone at your school? Yeah, that's she, a girl. Yeah,
2: she came. <laughs> Christ, Trevor, you really have misunderstood the birds and <laughs> the bees. She came up to me. <laughs> did
0: you Did you learn the facts of life after hitting on an aspirin pipe before a gig? <laughs> she came up to me and she said to me. Uh, is it true, in front of all my class members, she just marched up to me, she was in a different marched. Well, she walked up the steps to me, she didn't march. Who marches up steps? That's dangerous. What I'm trying to say is she had a quite a confident, imposing manner. Compared uh, to you, Trevor. Who doesn't? Softy Walter from the Beano and she's... comes across like Andy Robbins, the motivational speaker, <laughs> speaker, compared to you. She said to me, is it true? that you've got the biggest, hairiest willy in the whole of the second year. Trevor, you've lowered the tone. What did you respond
2: to this outrageous inquiry? I was inquiry? absolutely
0: speechless. I was absolutely stunned. Because it obviously wasn't true. Because <laughs>
2: I've, I've so. seen the offending member. I saw Trevor once crouched in a bath trying to stop me going off on a date with someone. And go, Russell, you have to fight these instincts. You have to fight your animal nature. We are part animal but also part angel. Try to succumb to the angel. I mean, he was naked with all water dripping off his middle. Trevor... So what? Well, I was in a bath! What do you want me to do? Do you
0: remember... Um, I can't have a dry bath, no, just to please about him. About that. No, we can't Dr- What about can't. we talk We're, about? If he, if he thinks we can't talk about it... Try we, it, we Matthew. Can't come on, let's it.
3: take the risk. I'll be um, the a barometer. Don't talk about it. Pubic hair, or no. puberty in general, like, people... I just remember that people go, "Yeah, grow some pubes." Yeah, get some pubes, man. <laughs> it was used as a the stick to be like. We've got to move on. That pubes expensive... were
2: like gold dust in those <laughs> days. Mine came along <laughs> really late, actually, and I remember yeah, two too. just pathetic ones turning up just adjacent to my dinkle. Just I stood by... there. Do you remember looking similar under your in stature?
3: Do you remember looking under your armpits for arm hair? Yeah, they came even later. What later than pubes? Later than my than my groin poop. What a topsy turvy world! <laughs> Bonkers,
2: it was. Armpit hairs first. Really? Not in my world. That was my slogan. And I had a, a vagina on the century back. It was a curious period for me. I grew up peculiar. What's some of these emails? Most of my teachers were motivated by their own sense of failure as people <laughs> and the bitterness of their life experience. As a result, being in the class for the perennially stupid wasn't the easy ride I thought it would be. Fair enough. That's yeah. Maddie. I had a report saying Darren sets himself low goals and still fails to meet them. Charming. That's Darren from Belfast. That's a smarmy, horrible thing to say to Darren from Belfast, isn't it? The guy's trying. This is from Kathleen, it's one of them emails that I've not read and checked first, let's hear it. I was about 16 at the time when this happened, there was only one teacher who I- uh, there was this one teacher who I absolutely hated. I know hate is a strong word, but I really hated her, right, so really emphasising the concept of hate here. Mm-hmm. During one lesson I lost my temper and ended up making her cry. When I saw her cry, I actually felt an overwhelming sense of achievement to know I had the ability to control the way she treated me in class. I really enjoyed seeing her break down into tears. Basically, I bullied the bitch for two years. And the best bit of this was I got away with it. All my love, Kathleen X. Kathleen X,
3: child <laughs> terrorist, it seems, fighting for the rights of children there. I remember once at school, um, our maths teacher, who was our form teacher, was horrible, I'm not going to say his name, and uh, in his Christmas card, we had to get him a Christmas card and a bottle of whiskey we got him.
2: That's <laughs> um, inappropriate yeah. for children having to buy whiskey well, we for the were teachers. Sort of 15 Mind something. you, we did have to kiss some of our teachers. Yeah, but...
3: We, fun we did a bit of that um and i wrote in his card uh you know happy christmas and then my name and then f-o-a-d which meant f off oh, and yeah, die yeah, yeah, yeah. but i thought oh, i would never know that and it was in small letters and then after the christmas <laughs> holidays he came and goes yeah it was very nice of you to uh give me that card and that bottle of whiskey i took it to the pub we looked at it he goes morgan what does f-o-a-d mean like that yeah. He was really angry and i went oh, forget forget our uh, I was trying to, was trying think, to, to think of desperately something that wasn't that. Trying to goes, think a second could be an acronym. Goes, I know what
2: it means. It means off and die, doesn't it? And Forget he... our advert difficulties. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas, everyone.
3: Yeah. But then, in a way, that's quite a cool thing to do. Aren't I cool? Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> all Matthew's essential me- drive. Matthew suggested this school report item. It was essentially, he wants to boast about how good he was at school. How naughty I was. This is Sam White. Russell, my dearest, did you or do you as the specific perplexing case may be live in a little area that I enjoy calling Shafford Hundred. No, they built that estate opposite my street when I was growing up. Before that, it was these lovely chalk pits where I used to go with Topsy, my dog, and I loved it going over there. We, I used to find newts and that, and they were my only friends, then lizards and newts. Then they built that estate on it and then I weren't happy at all.
3: Nice. Have... Some people got homes out of it, so... Fair enough. If the
2: answer be yes, then I'm very glad. I live there, or near enough in Greys, in a small, cheerful village named Orset. I was born there. You may have heard of it. Oh, the vast v- things we bear in common. How gorgeous. Please, please, please. Uh, what, read that out? Okay, well, we have done read it out. Tara and Samuel White. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Russell. What? I think she was writing that in a very dangerous situation. Please, please, please. <laughs> please help me, they're covered, chained to a radiator. <laughs> Do please try and rescue me. Brian Keaton is very difficult
2: company. I'm not enjoying this kidnapping <laughs> experience nearly as much as I thought I would. Trevor, what's your... Uh, like, well, let's have a record, and after that, Trevor can tell us this childhood thing. You've been holding off from doing
3: it, Trevor. Trevor's no. got no school reports.
2: Why have you got no school reports, Trevor? My mum and dad took no interest and never went to
0: my parents' evening.
2: They never like, even went? They never what, went, no. Well, was that in a sort of a modern parents' type way, or was it just like, we've had a son, let's just... <laughs> it was too late to <laughs> terminate it now. He's been born. So let's
0: just like, ignore him as best as we can. I just think they just didn't... Take enough interest. I think my mum was ill, and my dad was sort of eccentric and disorganised. Yeah, and uh, so they never came really. What about your sister? Did they show an interest in your sister? I'm not sure. I think probably. they probably did show because she's did. a lovely
2: girl. Let's listen to uh, the automatic <laughs> with their track, uh, like that one about monsters coming over the hills. I like that. Righto, that there was the automatic with that song. I think it's just called Monster. And monsters coming over the hill, blimey, they're curious about. It. Well, don't you like that, Matt? It's, it's, no. I like it. It's just the idea of a monster coming doesn't... over the hill. Everything's
3: repetitive. Old. You are. <laughs> it's such good a game. simple song. You can it write is. that in about 10 exactly. seconds. Oh, oh
2: God. Then write one then, you know. What's that over there? It's a
3: monster. That is if, just doing just this song. That you oh, can't thought...
2: really claim credit for that, Matt. That is the one that you've
3: Oh, look. A pterodactyl. That's <laughs> not oh, good. just will write
0: one in the next news break, me and him, and it'll be better than that. I'll write one. now. really
3: easy.
2: Right. There are my keys on the desk, there are my keys on the table, and once had a childhood it was disturbing because of this fella called Mabel, which is a girl's name, curiously. Trevor,
0: what are you gonna read out for us now, mate? Um, I was gonna read out a thing, but I've lost it. Okay, it Trevor,
2: tell us about your school days, then, you've uh, yeah, surely they were, they got were, some
0: sort of anecdote from childhood. They were weird, my school days. I, I spent a year off school because I was ill, so mm. that was quite oh, that doesn't
2: surprise me. He's got the demeanour of those children that were spend- boy. Yeah, Sickly boy. Yeah, because you'd lose touch with culture, didn't you, in that year? Yeah, I, think... I did. Trevor.
0: I,
3: most of his meals on a tray on a bed. I did. At that age.
2: Yeah, for about and Paul Baroni. What did you have on your duvet? Emailed.
3: He used to come and visit me every lunchtime.
2: That's nice of Paul Baroni. Yeah. I can only assume that he too was a social misfit. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, what was your on your duvet cover as a boy? Uh, Obviously, well my sperm. mum washed it as often as could. <laughs> but what was, yeah. the, what was the pattern? Did you have Superman on it? No, of course not. Oh, I didn't. had
3: Superman.
0: Yeah, I, had Superman. I, didn't, I never saw Superman. I didn't know what that was or anything like that. Why
2: were you so outside of culture? Where of did parents. you grow up?
0: My parents um, never took me to the cinema or anything like that. We.
2: What did you do? So you spent your time with that Ricky the paper dragon that you made, and then paper
0: dragon and then killing uh, tadpoles. I did things with tadpoles and newts and what stuff. What did you do? And, and mice. I used to, you know, collect them and make collect them, them Trev. Collect them the way Fred West collected prostitutes. <laughs> no, come absolutely. on, Trevor. And then I then I. Learned the guitar and then I was in that band, and smoked aspirin and stuff like that. That mate, you must have lost a lot of years
2: to
1: the <laughs> aspirin.
0: So come in, watch this school story that you've got. Well I've got loads haven't I? Tell us one then. I'll tell you the one about, I once took, um, when I was ill, yeah, I came yeah. back and... Um, what, well, back to school? Came, after being ill? Yeah, I came back after... Does that t- make you glamorous or, like, bullied? Bit of both because I had to sit. (laughs) I had to sit in a. I was I was like a. a were bullied in a glamorous way? way. In a bubble, like we wearing a a sequined gown while being bullied. (laughs) No, like people who were misfits and and the naughty boys and who couldn't do very well in exams. They liked me because I couldn't sit in a classroom. I had to sit in the corridor behind a desk. Why? Because you were infectious. No, not because I was infectious. Why was this? I was seen to be a disruptive influence, so they wouldn't put me in the classroom. So that I I would be rammed by the toilets. Well, how were you disrupting people, Trev? What was going on at school? I just, I didn't find school very interesting, so I just. just, What were you doing to disrupt things? Did you go to school just draped in your crispy duvet? No, I went in normal clothes and just, you know... Well, not normal clothes. I used to wear flares by right. mistake. Right, OK. Like. And me, <laughs> by mistake. Where were you
2: getting these clothes from? I'm I used just... to make them. I Sounds used, like... I used, um... to
0: put, used to put... I used to undo the seam and then put in a... a...
2: How did I say, by mistake, you had to manufacture and tailor normal trousers into flares? What kind of mistake well, is well, were
0: When I was 10, it was a mistake, and then when I was 15, mis- it was deliberate. Did Tons you do this things. yourself? Yeah, I used to get my mum sewing much.
2: Trevor, how had... did you accidentally, at any stage in your life tailor trousers. And
3: how, f- how, how, how is a pair of flares going to disrupt a classroom? Well, I don't know. People how big just... were they?
0: They were quite big. They were a big, big sort of triangle of curtain cloth sewn in from the knee down to the bottom.
2: Okay, I've heard enough. This oh, is the Pretty Things David Absolutely Bowie. ridiculous. That's Bowie, you Pretty Things, Radio 1 session from 1972.
3: Good though, wasn't it? Cool, yeah. Didn't sound like Didn't it. Didn't
2: really it. sound like it. Like I wouldn't like have it. known that was a session track. No. were it Not for someone handing me a bit of paper saying it is one and accept it. So, we've got, uh, you know we do these challenges for Trevor, which Trevor actually never fulfils, do you? Well, I, I seem to remember eating some of your hair, uh, at <laughs> a lemon. I a had in- to force that hair into your mouth, you were very ungrateful. Yeah, I was. Right, before the end of this show, you're gonna do at least one challenge. We've got, we've got uh, an email from the lovely Luke, who's a great contributor oh, to the show, in. who's been derided and attacked by you for too long. Fed up with the Sonic Enigma malarkey, says Luke, he's bored of it, Trev, like most of
0: our listeners. Sick and tired of your Sonic Not Enigma. Not true. I've had messages of support for my enigma. Messages
2: of support. Of, can you stop referring to the enigma as if it's an independent movement with its own momentum?
0: It ah, is, Russell. Trevor, you know full well it is. Have you You've just referred to it as before the enigma. Before the
2: show, Trevor goes, uh, look, I'm a bit late, I've had some difficulty with the enigma. Yeah, the enigma of your own sexuality, which you won't <laughs> accept. Fed up with the Sonic Enigma, says Luke. And here's some more challenges for Trevor. Get Trevor to go round town as one of those charity money collectors and have the charity be in money for the rich. See if anybody will spare money for the rich to make them even richer. Trevor will look right embarrassed. Fair enough. Will you do that, Trev?
0: I don't mind doing that. I won't look embarrassed. No, you'd
2: just be happy to do it. Get some insects from the outside world and then get Trevor to try and lick them without eating them so he gets the full taste rather than just swallowing them, the rascal. That's good. Down a bottle of cowpole, slap him, just slap him. Just we can do that, him. Matthew. Go, give Trevor a little
0: slap. Matthew won't do that, he's not
3: gonna be Go, on, Matt. Lead because it's an easy one to do. Old old I feel bad. I don't want to slap you. Why well, don't you really want to slap you? Why do you want to slap me for because you're standing there all, all yeah. uptight saying, yeah. Go on, slap Trevor, let's give
2: him a slap? I'd go over there, but I don't want to come no, off slap, mic. Slap me, okay, not, not too hard not on my face. He liked that, Trevor did. He lit up when he was slapped there. He did get slapped, Luke, so he fulfilled that. Open up Trevor's eyes. I like it, right? What I like about Luke is he gets obsessed with one item, right? He's already said, down a bottle of cowpole. Now he goes, open up Trevor's eyes and pour cowpole in them. See if, see if they mend his glasses, glasses ridden eyes. No offence to the glasses community. I'm not trying to upset them. Get Trevor to fit as many cold-baked beans into his mouth as he can. If he can't manage the majority of the tin, pour the rest into his willy area. That's, that's good. Although <laughs> that's not char- good. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good. This is stupid. This is immature. Although childish, ring up a pizza company or a taxi. Order one for an unexpected Noel Gallagher. See what his reaction is when he finds out Trevor did it when you phone him up later. Then, whilst you're on the loan with
3: him, order another one for him. Fine. I think he should have to make a phone call.
2: Get that's Trevor good. to eat some of Matt Morgan's earwax. <laughs>
3: Don't have it, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I've got some. Get Carl Pilkington to headbutt, Trevor.
3: <laughs> we
2: can do that. <laughs> Carl won't do
0: that.
3: I don't He's a think nice you'll man.
0: survive that.
2: You know how you said you'd like to eat children and animals, Trevor? Well no, get Russell, I don't know how I said that. Russell, overdose Trevor did. with cowpole. Why didn't he say with cowpole one night and make him, eat, make him incredibly groggy and sleepy? Bring him back to your house, dollop him... Dollop on him hundreds of tins of the specific cat food that you like your cat to eat. Kick him repeatedly so he's crumpled up enough to fit in the cat bowl. Sprinkle him with yarn and pictures of mice having a good time. Then shout, "Oh, Morrissey, din din!" Now he's laughing. Trevor,
3: Luke, there's some Those lovely stuff. There's suggestions. There's a lot of hatred there are out there. Better isn't suggestions. There? Speak I've got loads me wax, of Trev. suggestions Trevor. Trevor, you have to do something soon.
0: Come on, and, in this and link. And Jen in Lincolnshire, they've got much better ones here. What is it? Um, I don't know that one. What is it? Read it out, Trevor. Uh, laminate a section of Trevor's hair whilst it's <laughs> on his head. Uh, That's quite good. Go, go. <laughs> Read it out. Don't just sit there chuckling like an idiot. Tre- Trevor must do the entire show from the inside of a tent. Not any tent, though. <laughs> a small child's tent with the floor covered in gravel and the walls covered with hundreds of tiny pictures of Matt and Russell's faces. I'd like that. That'd Trevor must fashion nice. a series of radio. condom jewellery. Ie condoms tied together with string, for Trevor to
3: wear. Right, this week. is stupid, Trevor. You've
0: got. I've got, dessert, got one so.
2: condom, Trevor. Eat it. Put it.
3: <laughs> Let's Ooh. get that condom. You know the coffee from the coffee machine, yeah. the powdered coffee. Yeah. He has to put the condom full of load of coffee on his head.
2: <laughs> come on trev that's a really good suggestion and just a tiny bit right i think we need to talk about vida because we've just become really juvenile yeah. right now we've been talking about childhood vida of course famously wrote the play spring awakening about the awakening sexuality oh, in adolescence trev will be interested in this as he's just tricked two 17 year old italian girls into coming and live in his house Stop probably it. for that very reason no. we've got an email from one of them called tanya she said right
0: yeah this is an email
2: from tanya what the girl in his house yeah
0: so she's not 17 17- 18, How old 20, is she? 20, 27. She's not seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, he, he said that was such a disappointment as well. Well, because you were going to make it sound like that was coming from one of the teenagers. I'm not happy living in Trevor's house. The things
2: he make me do, no, he's fair. <laughs> <laughs> dolmio sauce. He make me eat dolmio sauce. Sometimes in the night, Trevor is he's, coming into my room and sitting on my bed. Rubbish. He frightened me. He's me very frightened. He's not even looking at a piece <laughs> Mussolini, of Mussolini, we love you. Mussolini, yeah, yeah. we was love a joke, you. Ladies and gentlemen. So, Trevor, so this that was a cry for help. That's not what she wrote, is it? No, she wrote something else, Trevor, which I can't read out in the air. I've just handed it directly over to the authorities. <laughs> so they then pick this up. I'm not qualified, Trev, to deal with what I saw on that thing. Now, I'd like to dedicate the next track to the two Italian girls that live with... Oh, <laughs> right, so the next track is not... My whole link just <laughs> crumbles around me due to administrative errors. Is it, is, it, is it been reinstated? Right, okay. I mean, the, the momentum has been compromised, but resurrect but, 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 but resurrected. It's seamless. Uh, if uh, anything, th- there's no no more suspense, know this. you know. Okay, so I'd like to dedicate this next track to the Italian girls living against their will with Trevor Locke. Let's listen.
1: This <laughs> is... Six
2: Music. I can turn up the microphones. That was Rescue oh. Me. So what was, this, what was this challenge for Trevor Matthew about using the tele- telephone, making pretend to be one of my conquests? Who's got that?
3: Oh,
0: that's Trevor's. Some gentleman thinks it would be quite funny if I ring up a newspaper and pretend to be one of your conquests. I
2: think it would be quite funny to do that right now. The Mirror have done a kiss-and-tell, well not, it's not a kiss-and-tell actually, it's just some photographs of me, so that's fair enough, and it says here, uh, but like, it says on the page, got a story, here Trevor get the phone cos we can dial the number right now. Right, so, yeah, Trevor's gonna need a telephone to use a telephone, right, okay, so the number is 0207, we'll read it on here cos they publish it in their paper so it doesn't matter anyway, does it? Yeah. Uh, got a story, call me on 0207 293 3609. Trevor, are you, re- are you ready for your challenge? Trevor? Yeah. Right, so, right, so we're gonna hear Trevor's improvisational skills here, everyone, because he don't know what he's doing. Watch. Is it going through the desk? I can't hear the phone. No,
0: it's, it's not going through
2: the... Is it ringing? Put it through it's the desk. It's not ringing. Give
0: me the number again. Oh, God, He's bungling lunatic.
2: <laughs> Trevor. Trying to, trying to get a man who doesn't understand technology to so use his telephone. 0207... Yeah. 293. Yeah. 3609.
0: Right. Right. The number you have called has not been recognised. it do- Trevor, why are you doing that? Do you have to do an external, outside line?
2: Know.
0: Do you have to do a number for an outside line?
2: Nine. Have you, did you press nine? I didn't know. Press Trevor nine, let's do this for the third time. This first is brilliant, time. radio.
0: I never usually have to press nine to do this. 9...
2: Oh, 027. I do apologise. Meanwhile, bet someone's really them amazing. off. Like, this is from Brendan Moran. London was so lovely yesterday. All the football aggressives and their female types were safely locked up with beer and TV. Mellow, rational, gentle people had the city to themselves. There should be more xenophobia-fuelled football and beer, dispensing standpipes at the end of every council estate to keep them confined and sedated. <laughs> oh, Brendan! Um, it's nice, like, gay pride is a nice bit of fun for everybody, but, oh, come on! Right, Russell and your Splendido team. When I was five years old and at school, we were doing drawing and colouring in art class. However, being a creative type, I tried to be quite avant-garde and was bored with the colour of my teeth, so I decided to Crayola them all. I can still remember the taste of a wax crowd on my teeth, and I got really told off for it. On a non-school-related matter, when I was fourteen, I got bored with my eyebrows. Fourteen is quite old to get bored with your eyebrows, isn't it, yeah. Matt? By the time you're fourteen, one would think that you'd have uh, absolute acceptance around your eyebrows. I didn't like them, so I cut them off with some scissors. scissors. Then I realised the error of my ways and tried to sellotape them back on. My eyebrows have never grown back properly, but being this
3: didn't matter too much. That's weird, isn't it? That's very odd. So they stayed gone forever. Eating crayons reminds me of... Do you remember when you had to do those paintings where you blew into... Oh, yeah. Oh, they're ringing in the mirror. Right, you ready, Trev? Can you hear for the earpiece? Oh Christ!
1: This is Suzanne Kerrins. I'm away
5: from my desk. You can leave a message. Right, with...
2: Leave a long message, Trev.
5: Which is 0-7-10-6-1-3-9-1-8. Thanks.
6: Come Begin on. speaking after the tone. Then hang up when you are finished, or press right, any Christ, key Triff, don't for further options. Up, oh,
1: uh, hello. This is Jodie. Um, I've got a story right for um about Russell Brand. Um, you know Russell Brand off of Big Brother's Big Mouth, yeah. Well, I met him uh, uh, on the street the other day, and he just came up to me, and he, and he just sort of, uh, you know, just started talking to me about cats and stuff like that, and then saying that he was friends with, like, Cocky Locky, right, off of um, Six Music, trying to, like, big himself up. And, uh, well, I went back to his house, and uh, he's not really friends with Cocky Locky, and he don't have no, uh, don't have no cats Give on that. Give
2: me that phone, you absolute
1: <laughs> moron. Um... Yeah, and I, I'm, my name's uh,
2: Lisa, I'm friends. Right, he brought me, me and Jodie back to his house. And when we got there, he had um, st- like sticklebacks, you know sticklebacks, he had a big jar full of them. And he goes, uh, I like a little bit of stickleback plastic. Then he put all the sticklebacks in, uh, into condoms. Then he lowered them onto my abdomen on the bed. And uh, I mean, I, I'd like to say it was erotic, but I can't cause I've still got sticklebacks living in my mouth now. One of them's just laid an egg and the
1: egg's growing at a really, really fast pace. It yeah, and tell him, tell him what he did to your toe. Yeah, what he did to my toe, yeah, he painted a little face on it and called it Geraldine, and now I have to have my, he told me I had to have my toe amputated and put in a little pram so that he can wheel it round and keep it like a keepsake. He's mental! Leave a number, Jodie! Uh, so this is my number, 07709
2: 799 but... Put the phone down, you loony! Is that your phone number you just left them? No. You, it is. Trevor's just <laughs> put his phone number on yeah. here. idiot. Put that in the Why? podcast. Don't say that. <clears throat> put it in the podcast. That's not my number. Trevor, I think you gnawed that, that, that your That's your number. No. There was no kiss and tell element to it. You're just it straight in. Until I came up with that brilliant idea about sticklebacks, it was going nowhere. I bet as a child, during his year off from school, Trevor sat alone in his bedroom wearing flannel pyjamas with Syl- Sylvanian family dolls and some matches, inhaling the fumes of molten plastic. His animal torture will have come directly from this. Trevor, did you have Sylvainian family
0: dolls as a child? Well, we had dolls from Dresden. What do you mean, dolls from Dresden? Dolls from Dresden. Dresden's a place in Europe and that's where the dolls came from. We're doing voodoo on the people of Germany, still bitter about the Second World War? I voodoo in Germany. Trevor, were you taught at home in this period? No, I wasn't. I didn't have a tutor. I just hung out. (gasps) That's terrible. That's illegal. Disgusting. It is illegal, yeah, but like I say, it was very lax in Bugbrook. (laughs) Listen, <laughs> it's
2: very <laughs> lax in Look at the citizens of Bugbrook. Listen this, I agree, Monster is a rubbish song. I think it's all right. I, I lost my virginity to the school janitor, but to be fair, he was only four years older than me. But still, You should never lose your virginity to the school janitor. That's true. a very
3: young janitor then. Yeah, right, I mean, you know? he
2: perhaps he was 20, I don't know. How I mean, do
0: you know it's a young janitor? Well, because well, the school... person's at
2: school trip, people don't go to school in their 40s.
0: Surely you, even you, in your isolated, insular world... Yeah. Hold on, she said she's lost her virginity to the school janitor. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, that doesn't mean the school janitor's young. Yes, it's... it does, because she was at school. She was she at doesn't... school when it happened, and he was four years old. Otherwise, then. why would she... say the She wouldn't
3: say the school janitor, would she, if it's just a school janitor. It's obviously the janitor at her school. Well, I think, so he's 22 at... The youngest is that right? Twenty-two. She's eighteen. She's well. She's probably sixteen. He's probably twenty. But what I mean is that Janet's going to be an old bloke. He must have been the assistant. He, he can't doesn't look have after to fit a, whole into a stereotype. He does because he can't be in charge of the whole school. He's only got to sweep it up? The boiler. That's, that's an angry the, machine
0: the
2: boiler is easily manageable maybe there's more a than one training. janitor i
3: bet he's junior janitor yeah of course
0: janitor's but son He couldn't janitor. even pull the proper janitor
2: <laughs> the, listen janitors is not it's not a part of a feudal system It's <laughs> just handed what?
0: down i don't like the word janitor that's an american word it should be caretaker yeah, yeah, Should i don't why people start why i janitor? think
2: it's because of hong kong food so do I. that's yeah. why i the accept
3: mild-mannered it. the
2: mild-mannered janitor i loved that hong
0: kong food so did i he yeah, I, I think
2: he that's came been out that a out of Huge a influence
3: on our culture and language. Hong Kong <laughs> Hong Kong I think
2: you two write <laughs> He was cool that guy. Did he really karate and that. Yeah. Okay, right. We're gonna. Uh, there's gonna be a trail. Then we're gonna listen to the Paddingtons, right? Uh, I bumped into Josh at the Paddingtons the other day, and he gave me an orange. That's nice, isn't it? What he? does he look
0: like?
2: Tall, face, legs, Blocking arms. Head.
0: No, I don't know. He had that on. I can't really remember. But he's mystical. Like nice. Did he have a Paddington's hat on? He gave, he gave me a... what? Did he have Paddington's hat on?
2: There, there is a difference, Trevor. Did he have
0: a blue duffel coat? Did he have a marmalade sandwich? Trevor, if this out is at your way of trying suitcase. to get a conversation
2: around to Peru, the way no, you do. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, Peru! I went to Peru, and a blind enough. man gave me a massage. I went into the jungle and I took some drugs. Now I've i better than everyone else. Let's listen to the Paddingtons and dismiss Trevor's mystical experiences as absolute rubbish. <laughs> First, the Lens. You're listening to Russell Brand on 6 Music and me with Trevor Locke and Matt Morgan. We're talking about our school days and school days in a general way. Dark days. I liked school. I didn't actually. It was depressing and awful. wasn't it?
3: School. Awful, awful time. For I people. hated having to get every morning that sick feeling of getting up at seven o'clock. Yeah. And when you're going, when you're a teenager, it's really hard to get up. It's miserable,
2: miserable time. I remember a teacher prodding me in the chest, and a bit of wee wee came out as oh, well. Dear. Yeah.
3: Out of your chest? Out
2: of <laughs> out of the teacher, as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh. He prodded, he prodded a little hole in there, and then he filled it out with wee wee. He froze that wee wee as if the old had never happened.
0: What
3: was... do you mean? What you with fear?
0: Yeah, I was frightened. he prodded me. In That's the a chest. sort of thing Mr. Colesbrook would have done. I'd he like called to... me a tramp once. Really? Yeah, he shouted at me, he said, I was a tramp, I was really depressed. Were you
2: wearing those ridiculous flares? flares, 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 flares curtain, homemade huge
0: huge, shoes. shoes. <laughs> no, I was just a little bit scruffy, and he shouted at me, he said, you look like a tramp, and he had a big sort of rant, and he got all powerful and, and mad and big, and he was a rugby player. We- and, uh, and then... About six months later, I was asleep in his uh, staff room underneath a well, coat. Did, why are you sleeping in his staff room under unusual, a coat? Wasn't I? So I. I wasn't so that's allowed, not a justification. I wasn't allowed in the classroom, so they said Trevor go into the, <laughs> the math stock room. So I went to the math stock room and I just slept underneath a coat. But. I wasn't a slave. I just put a coat over my head. Just to and hide from I the world. I heard a man, a, a, someone come in, and I thought it was John Cattenhorn. Of course you I mean, would! Why wouldn't right. you think it was John Cattenhorn? I thought it was John Cattenhorn, because that's what kids did. They said, can I go to the toilet? And then they'd come and visit me. So this... <laughs> footsteps came into the... Was that uh, your nickname, then the toilet? <laughs> Let's go and visit the toilet, shall we? <laughs> so they come into the na- math stockroom, I heard these footsteps, and then this massive, huge fart, and I thought, oh, that's definitely John Cattenhorn who's, you know, come in to fart and sort of cheer me up.
3: Yeah, uh, what would was- cheer up anyone more than a huge fart being done right in their stockroom? <laughs> so so were you I actually went- employed as a toilet in this school? Sounds like you were literally so a Recognised people by oh,
2: the... I could,
3: yeah, I could you recognise John Cattenhall by I the sound of his fart?
2: He was a guest. Were you a
0: prostitute as a child?
2: Oh, stop it!
0: Were so you a scatologist? scatologist? What were you Silly. studying at school? Silly Billy, stop it! Now listen. fluvia and pup. So I'm there, and the big fart is resonating around the math stock cupboard. I pulled my coat off and gone. Oh, nice one! Looked round, and it was Mr. Causebrook, and he was really, really <laughs> frightened and upset and confused. Well, he like because he's see. embarrassed. He was embarrassed. He didn't see there was anyone in there. He just went in there to relieve himself. We've been waiting all afternoon through a double maths lessons to have a go. To have a go to blow off, and he just said, "What are you doing here? What are you doing here?" And I went, "What are you doing here? What are you doing here?" And put my coat back over me. You head. put the coat back over your head like a ostrich burying its head in the sand. What a ridiculous world yeah. Trevor is from.
2: Why did you get ridiculous? Your way of trying to solve that story was preposterous. Hey, Russ and the guys, how about tying ropes to Trevor's arms and legs, therefore, creating a human puppet which can be controlled by you two? Or tie his arms to his feet and make him walk around as a crouched being? Or make Trevor sit with an open container of sulfuric acid on his head? Making, making, meaning Trev won't be able to move, and if he does, there'll be subsequent burning. Anything to do with dangerous acid will be fun. Improvise. You have a good knowledge of serial killers. Although someone else said that, uh, this is, this is quite good. Clyde Russell, just wondering if Morrissey has his own MySpace page, because my cat Skag would like to send, listen, if, if there's a cat I don't want my cat being involved with, it's one called Skag. I want to check Skag's suitability as a friend from Morrissey, if you want to. No way is my cat getting involved with another cat called Skag. Cheers, Russell. Loving the show. P.S. Fred West didn't kill prostitutes. That was Peter Sutcliffe. Fred West picked up innocent young ladies and young tourists. Exclamation mark from (laughs) Amelia. (laughs) What a lovely thing to exclaim there. Get Trevor to walk around with a Portugal shirt on, shouting England uh, are rubbish from Marie in Paul. That would be a good challenge. On a school trip to France, says Mark, staying in a dormitory chalet type accommodation. I woke in someone's I woke in someone else's bed with them still in it. Another boy in brackets. They were the best days of our lives, <laughs> weren't they? What a cheerful time! Make Trevor empty a packet of fruit pastels into his underpants, and then Done he it. has to wear them for the rest of the show. Get them all so- soft and sticky around his family jewels from his sweat. Sorry, I haven't had it off for a while. Says Haley Davis. Um,
3: can we stop talking about this and make him do something?
2: alright, well, I think you've got to choose a...
0: the best one, haven't we? Let's get them all red out. Earwax, then, like, one condoms. One.
2: Personally, I believe you chose the poorer of my challenge, Trevor's. I demand you do the wedding dress one. Go on, you know you want to. That's from Hannah, who claims to have joined forces with our Luke. Um, Trevor, no, because we can't do things that involve getting a wedding dress, because, as you may have observed, this show is very lazily constructed. Essentially, we are a challenge that we could do here and now. If we sort of say, make Trevor drink some of your spit. Then we can do that, because, uh, Trevor, I bet you'd have a problem with doing something like that, wouldn't you? I'd have a problem with drinking some of your spits. Yeah, you drink your own spit, happily enough. <laughs> don't you, uh, don't I? He does. It's always there in my mouth. He swallows great mouthfuls of
3: his own spit <sighs> on a regular basis, the pervert. Spitting was quite big at school, wasn't it? Spitting was... It? I'm good at spitting. Are you any good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. You I have to be good at it. You punctuate whole sentences. We have a good oh, gob. Yeah, really? gobbing was quite important at school. Are you any
2: good at spitting, Trevor? I bet you're not. No, not really. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. Rubbish at spitting. Okay, let's listen to Led Zeppelin. After that, we'll be back with Trevor's Sonic Enigma. Good fortune, PJ Harvey. We're talking about our school days on Six Music. I'm Russell Brand. I'm here with Trevor Locke and Matt
0: Morgan. You all right, Trevor? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm feeling a little bit awkward. Why? It, well, I've just remembered this... It's a horrible story and it's making me feel like I've Awkward feel like just it remembering happened, it's making me yeah, yeah. feel awkward. That's probably
2: yeah. the kind of story that we need at a moment like this. I don't this. know,
0: I don't know. I don't know if I can survive telling it live on air.
2: Go on then, Trev, tell us it. And I promise, I pledge that Matt and I will support you. because I've had, I've had a, a text message saying that, um, that we bully you and he's, it reminded them of really? school.
1: Really?
2: Yeah, apparently. G, Mr G, who's going to do a poem summarising the, school, the school-themed show, is out there nodding, nodding his head with appreciation. And also last week's Sonic Enigma winner. Do you think that we bully Trevor? No! He doesn't. He thinks that behavior is he, he thinks it's a laugh.
1: <laughs>
0: Come in, Trev. What's this story that Wait, you've got? So, so, when I was at school, I didn't have the right clothes. My mum never took me to the right shop, so mm. I, but she got second-hand clothes from jumble sales and modified them so they'd be sort of hand-me-down flares from the Let's 70s. Let's
2: modify these. Well, these pair of
0: it. trousers would be much better if there was a catapult pocket <laughs> and some place for eggs to be stored. They've always worn through at the knees, so she'd put a piece of material underneath it and then stitch it and it looked like it was a... Cor- when they was school? Yeah, and I'd be bullied. What senior and... school? Yeah, see, I'd be, I'm talking about 13, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, so, you know, I would look a bit like a tramp. Mr. Causebrook was right. Cause I'm I'd... with Causebrook on yeah, this issue. Yeah, but it wasn't for my own choice, so I had yeah. sort of low self-esteem, but there's this oh. girl that I really liked. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and she was really pretty, yeah? Uh, yeah. Sarah, uh Ray was her name, yeah? You really fancy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what are you
2: going here for? Why are you
0: talking that for?
1: Because Sarah Ray was her name, yeah. yeah. Ray, that's her name.
0: Anyway, so Derek Hulse told me one time that Sarah Ray really fancied me and that she wanted to see me down in the CDT bit. Is this around the time there was a rumour that you had a huge willing? <laughs> no, this is before that rumour started. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. But my vanity sort of went, yeah probably true your vanity mm. was on the floor mate in the sound of your clothes <laughs> i know but was a bit of me thought it's probably true so I, I, my heart was pounding i thought i can't believe it. this is my dream come true what am i going to do and he said well you've got to go and speak to her you've got to go down there now she wants you to walk in there and and talk to her so you've got to go and do it
2: so did you know at any point knowing as you were that you were dressed like a some sort of harlequin <laughs> suspect that this was a mind game I don't From know. Donald Hurst, I'm or whoever this person is. i
0: very naive. Also, I have to mention, my hair was cut by my mum. Right. And that was a disaster. Anyway, so I went in, and it was uh, wintertime, and it was all icy and snowy, and, and the CDT... W- what, inside? Walked, no, they were all slippery. Really, Where before, did you go though. to
2: school, Narnia?
0: No, it, it was snowy in, back in the 80s, wasn't it, in the winters? So I walked in, and it was all slushy, and there was... But around. then
2: Aslan came back, and on, things were going to change
0: around here. I walked in, and it was all slushy. The snow had been carried in by people's footsteps. Right, OK. Yeah, people's feet. And, um, Get to the point, Trev. So there she is with her friends, and I just walk in like a cowboy in my... Officer bath. and a gentleman's yeah, staff. exactly, and just went... And they looked round at me because I was all sort of... Big and you know, and I just said you're all big. <laughs> what? Well, you know, so I've sort of, sort of puffed, puffed myself up, puffed myself up, and I'd made an entrance, and they didn't know who I was really, and because you were just, normally at home eating just, your pudding God. on your duvet, <laughs> and <laughs> you I weren't allowed to school. I just said hi, yeah. as if to say, "Well, here, here I, am. I am, girls." <laughs> and they just, "Why do you make a mess?" <laughs> exactly. And they looked up at me, and then just looked at each other, confused, and just ignored me, and. And I felt awkward and then turned round to sort of do a cool exit yeah. and really just sort of did an amazing sort of slip, almost like a somersault and landed slap on my coccyx. Oh, and, you
2: poor
1: and boy.
0: And It, it lay. It must have looked fantastic. And everyone was just so As a tableau. Yeah, and then at that moment, the bell rang and loads of kids just ran in over to, the, you. to their lockers over me. And I I was just there sort of in shame and in pain. And then Mr Swanee the woodwork teacher came in and said,
1: What are you doing, laddie? Get up!
0: And everyone went silent and just st- stared at me. About, you know, 40 kids were just looking at me, lying on my back in the slush, and the snow. And I said, I can't. Just laid there. I can't.
2: Defeated by life. Trevor, look, your childhood sounds to me like a, a gold. It's, it's like Tom Brown's school days, the way you lived your life. At my junior school... One parent's evening, my teacher told my parents in front of me that I, and I quote, would never aspire to be anything more than a bin man. Nothing wrong with that anyway. Well, if you're listening, Mr. McKay, I'm now a graphic designer and have worked for several high-profile organisations. You, on the other hand, still live in the street next to mine with your mum and dad. Who's laughing now? That's right, me. <laughs> at you. That's from Johnny Wiltrim, six minutes ago. Thank you, Johnny. Johnny
3: Wheeltrim.
2: Well, it's not spelled like that. Johnny's (laughs) named himself after a bit of a car. (laughs) Who's laughing now? My name's Johnny (laughs) (laughs) Wheeltree. Hey, I'm Peter Dashboard. I'm on top of the world. (laughs) Russell, thanks for supporting us. Perfect song. This is from Tanya. Tanya, who is one of Trevor's hostages. Unfortunately, as you know, Trevor is gay... And that, for it, would make a difficult at the end of my room. What boring life! Then a lot of exclamation marks. I urge you, 17-year-old prisoners of Trevor, to get out of the house. Perhaps let's get them on the phone. Let's talk to these young girls. I'm very worried about them. How long are they staying for? Two months. Blimey. Those poor girls. If either one of them gets back to Italy... Unimpregnated. It'll be a miracle. This is from Matt Whitby. Before starting my new school, my mum told me how my teacher, Mr. Rice, was nicknamed Uncle Ben after the rice. That's nice, I thought. It's good to have a sense of humour when dealing with children. The first day arrived and we were waiting to go into the classroom and Mr. Rice walked past. I, all innocent, shouted, Hello, Uncle Ben. Needless to say, he went absolutely (laughs) mental. But his face pressed near mine, spittle flying. Cheers, mum. Nice first day. That's a terrible thing to do to your child. That's from Matt Whitby. Why would anyone's mum tell immediately lead them
0: into abusing a teacher? Because I think for some uh, parents, children are toys; they're things to have fun with, aren't they?
2: Right, you regard your child as a sort of a little you, something you can do as you will with. Yeah.
0: That's it's, the wrong way to regard a child. That's Charles. the thing about Possibly. teachers
3: shouting at you. That was, I mean, really, if that happened now, I mean, I'm a grown man bellowing in your face. Once this religion teacher made me come at the front of the class. Religion Morgan, teacher,
2: okay. Teacher. <laughs> we've got this thing called religion. <laughs> Believe in this thing, but we've got no evidence for it, and just get on with your lives. He, I don't know if it be any more specific than that. It's just there's something very powerful in the sky.
3: He was, uh, well, uh, he was later found to be a paedophile. That man. Was he? But anyway, he t- made me come. At the hey, front how, of the what class. evidence was there that it was a paedophile? A Proper police evidence. Proper
2: police yeah, evidence.
3: I'm not anything else. Probably, why mention it then? Well, because. Why I mention it? Because I hate it. It, it. it was a paedophile. This is what he did to me. Um, I, He made me come to the front of this class and then he said, um, he goes, no one wants to look at you, turn round. And I didn't know what he meant. like, So I turned my back on the class. He goes, no, turn round. So I turned to face the class. He goes, right! And then punched me in the ear. And oh, I just How hard? Quite hard. Like, Rang nothing. on the desk as hard as it was. Quite hard. hard. Quite hard. made my ear go all red and hot. And you know, you're trying not to cry. I was only 11. You You should not be allowed to do that. But
2: if he was a paedophile, you got off quite lightly. You're lucky it was your ear hole we went for. Could very nearly have been a different orifice. Good morning, all. I just finished my school on Friday, so my memories are nice and fresh. There used to be a life-size nativity scene in our school entrance by the hall. Every Christmas, we're always tempted to do something silly with it. But by year 10, we'd plucked up the courage. I don't understand all that year 10 stuff, do you? We weren't like that in uh, day. That's, uh, fourth year. We, no,
3: fifth, uh, year it's fifth year. Because you just th- left school.
2: By year 10, we'd plucked up the courage and group stole the baby Jesus, leaving in its place a ransom note. <laughs> they kidnapped Christ. It caused absolute <laughs> chaos throughout the schools the That's whole funny. year in on it, and no one would spill the beans. Eventually, it was returned in the last week of term. He rose again. It was resurrected. And the teachers didn't know who it was until the head girl admitted to it at our leavers Supper on Thursday. Carry on with the Sonic Enigma. I'm determined to get it sometime. Keep on the good work. Could you say hello to my sister Florence, who turned 16 on Wednesday? Thank you. Hello, Florence, you're 16. In a way, that's a bonus, but in a way, be afraid now, because you've just entered Trevor Lock's catchment area. Oh, stop, Let's have man. a little record. That's You'll probably be living with him by the end of the week. You. Let's listen to the doors and just pray that we can keep the adolescents of this country safe. She lives on Love Street, don't she? Yes, Six music. I really like that song, Love Street, by the Doors we are just listening to. She lives on Love I'd like to go out of that girl that lives on Love Street. Yeah. She a- lingers long on Love Street. She has a house and garden. And what about this? I wonder what they do in there a bit. What are they doing in there? I don't know. I remember...
3: At school, I used to take a day off school to watch the Doors film. You know the Oliver
0: Stone. Really thing, affected yeah, me well. that film. Totally me
2: overwhelmed too. my. Per- I watched it the first time on acid, and it really entered into my personality. And oh. for a while, was a total little twit because yeah. of the result. That was my personality for a while. After me too. hey is everybody. In? Pretty
5: good. Pretty neat. All right. All right. Yeah. How many you people know you're alive?
3: But yeah. then when you get older, you listen. Like, do you remember everyone used to read? No one gets out of here alive. No one used to read these poetry books. When yeah. you get old, you realise it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, well, like, so
2: I remember, like sort, of, like, sort of, yeah, but, like, I, I used to want to be Jim Morrison, but it was me, right? So there's a big, big disparity there. Like, yeah, I'm the Lizard King. I'll do what I bloody well like. <laughs> I mean, you've got to have a certain kind of sexual energy to carry that thing off. What a lot of... Hello... Ooh, crikey. Oh, crikey. should we do the... I mean, we've got loads of letters and stuff. Thank you for sending us your emails and texts. We really appreciate it. We've got loads of... I'm sorry if we don't go through them, but we do love you. You carry this show, you do, particularly on days like today where Matthew seems to be in some sort of pendular depression. Trevor is so focused on gay pride that he's indifferent to almost everything else. I'm, I mean, I think like I'm all up for... You know, me, I love everybody and couldn't care less about what anyone does, but Trevor, you're so proud of being gay. It's out of control. Yeah, it is. Probably. Too proud. The only thing you're more proud of is your Sonic Enigma. Let's have a listen to it. Um, yeah, listen uh, to the
0: trail first. I've done a new trail. i right, have done a new
2: trail. Everyone, you know what Trevor's Sonic Enigma is by now. And if you don't, then for God's sake, value your innocence. Treasure it.
0: <laughs> right. So it's a let's listen trail. to
2: the
1: trail. Yeah. Stop. Look. Listen to me. My Enigma's gonna bring you on your hands and your knees. No, you're never gonna get it. No, you're never gonna guess my song. But if you get it right, you you can come inside.
2: Trevor, that is so self-indulgent. How long was it all right fair enough you've ha- you've cobbled together 31. a relatively decent pastiche of Dylan and Costello as Matt observed. but at what cost Trev at what cost what were you thinking? What's going on in your mind when you do is it motivated solely by ego?
0: it's not ego at all like what it's, is it I, then I, I walk into that studio on thursday afternoon i don't know what's going to happen i just i know, you know what's going to happen go you're
2: going to go home lure <laughs> teenage italians into living room. we're going to get those italian girls on the phone because i want to talk to them, make sure they're being properly looked they after. won't understand you they will, but they will, they will understand, they'll understand the international language of kindness, Trevor. They'll understand that I'm someone reaching out to him and trying to protect him from, from what Danny Minogue would probably describe as a vile predator, even if you hadn't done anything wrong. So God knows what she'd actually
3: think of you. Am, All I, right. allowed, am I allowed to do a trail for my um, cultural review now? Yeah. Next week? If it's yeah. not ego. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mulder, well, I'm not sure. I think the jury's out because it is ego, isn't it?
3: What on Trevor? I
2: mean, I mean, I suppose if we're going to sort of abandon ego, there ain't going to be a lot of content to this show. (laughs) 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 Let's be honest. Okay, so um, all right, should we listen to the actual Trevor Enigma?
3: Enigma, which is eleven seconds shorter than the trail for it? (laughs) Trevor, ridiculous! I never want to hear that trail again. Rules, man. Right, shall we? Rules, man. Did you see the doors as well? That's wonderful. I've never
0: seen that. Then you are just
3: naturally a poet, rocker, rebel. (laughs) Here we go.
0: Alright, darling. Oh, you've got nice angles, haven't you? Look at your straight edges. What's that in there? Is that equilateral, is it? What's the angle on that? Your friends are coming back? I've got one of those children's plastic letterboxes. Oh, I reckon I could get you stuck in one of the wrong holes. Oh, look
1: at the corners on there.
0: Disturbing...
2: And unsettling, as always, Trevor's Sonic Enigma, straight from the black and darkened heart of a psychopath comes Trevor's Sonic Enigma. What do you mean by that, Trev? What are the key elements that listeners should be uh, paying think, attention to? I think it's to? a
0: giveaway. I think that's going to be sold before noon. You think before noon? That sounded
2: threatening not in the Wild well. West. <laughs> You're not in the Wild West, Trevor. And if you we were, are. you wouldn't last five minutes. You'd probably walk through saloon doors all confident and then trip over on slush, end up on your back and go, I don't know why I'm here, to you. Woodwork teacher. I tried to impress Joanne Sibley once, he the just, first girl I fell in love with. Yeah. I'd seen Elvis, the movie. I was influenced a lot by these sorts of films. Yeah, this yeah, was when cool. I was about five or six, Kurt Russell was Elvis. I went, uh, I went to Joanne Sibley, was in the girls' toilets. I thought, well, you know, I'm not going to be affected by this gender discrimination. Went over into the girls' toilets. And you know how Elvis like sort of when he flicks up onto like the tips of his toes, they're yeah. like, oh. Shaky did that, really. Yeah, yeah sh- uh, that was more shaky. Yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose that was going on when I was growing up. But yeah. Elvis did it as well. Not as much as shaky. He done it in that gold Jacket. Elvis did it first. Yeah, come
0: on, Trevor. That's shaky.
2: Value shaky I'm not valuing Elvis shaky, I think, I think that's a
0: ridiculous move. Well, I think
2: it was Cliff Richards that first initiated
0: the quip. Trevor, you don't know nothing about the lineage of that move. I do, I know more than you do. And that About move... the lineage of that move, no, I do you? I I can do that move like anything. I'm not... Ego! Ego! Your ego's all over this show. We should have anyway, an like... ego bell for I Trevor. I think we should have a bop competition. Trev-
2: yeah, Matthew, that's very good. Let's get an ego bell for Trevor. Okay, so like, whenever the Trevor's little ego bell, ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling, Trevor's Sonic Enigma trail this week is 15 minutes long. He calls it a soundscape. He and John-Michel Jarre have crafted this together. Yeah. <laughs> For God's sake, get a grip of yourself. Your, Come on uh,
3: then, you're literally on your toes.
2: Right, I'm on my toes, doing, trying to do this. I like shaking Steven. So I tried to... <laughs> Elvis, Trev, depending <laughs> on what your cultural reference points are. So I went to impress Joanne Sibley with my newly learned Elvis Presley move. I thought, she'll like that. This I observed, even as a young man, child essentially is what I was, that uh, Elvis Presley had a certain sexual magnetism. went into the toilets to do that, flicked up on my toes and tried to sort of move my pelvis and everything. And sort of my ankle gave way. I crumpled... <laughs> <laughs> lifelessly, listlessly to the floor in a sort of a little heap. And Jane Sibley, she just sort of... She t- took it quite well, really. I mean, I don't think she saw it as peacocking sexual advance, which no. is what it was. She just saw it as, I think, perhaps cerebral palsy. <laughs> you know, so, w- w- which it wasn't. And, you know, those of you that have cerebral palsy, I'm sorry I wasn't trying to make light of your condition. But I fear, it fell right down. It was ever so embarrassing and awkward for me. And uh, still never
3: been out of Jane Sibley to this day. I, I've never really tried to impress girls with these moves that you two have done. Try it, Matt! What? I used to just use conversation. Mm. Really? No, I actually once once I did wear a bandana to be like Axl Rose. How did that work? It looked out? ridiculous with a school uniform.
2: Yeah, yeah it, well, you. that should have been come down, I'm surprised that paedophile teacher should think, hello there, if I remember <laughs> rightly, what the... this little bonnet he's wearing? <laughs> I like the the blue flag indicates go, 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 if I remember rightly from my paedophile handbook. Right, so are we are going yeah. to listen to this? We have, have to listen to it
3: again, really. Oh, right, well, one easy, more listen to this. If you, think,
2: if you think you know the answer to this, well, uh, where is last week's Sonic and Evil winner? Come come in, it's Ian, isn't it? Ian, come in, should to... have been in here. Ian, come in, he's outside the studio, we'll Wait, just commentate. Ian it's comes in, let's listen
3: to it
0: again. OK, once more. All right, darling. Poo, you've got nice angles, haven't you? Look at your straight edges. What's happening there? Is that equal not What's the angle on that? Your friends are coming back. I've got one of those children's plastic letterboxes. I reckon I can get you stuck in one of the wrong holes.
1: Poo, look at the corners on there.
2: <laughs> right, OK, so if you think you know what that is, then uh, get in touch with us, 64046. Here's last week's winner, Tim. All right, mate? Hello there. So uh, have you got any ideas for this week's enigma?
3: Um but no. not the right idea.
2: <laughs> what was the last, what was the one you got right last week?
3: Um I've got you under my skin.
2: I've got you under my skin. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was like really oh, yeah. yeah.
0: tri- bleating noise.
2: Tri- yeah. Matthew, stop having a go at Frank Sinatra. Leave him alone. He's dead now. Let the man rest in peace for Christ's sake. Next you'll be digging him up, making a puppet of his jangling bones and going, You never got Ava Gardner, though, no, did you? You never got her, old smart ass. Ain't that right, Chef? Ain't that the very kind of thing that necrophiliac Matt Morgan would actually do before kissing Frank Sinatra as a necrophiliac? Gem- Really would. I don't see him as a necrophiliac Matt. Well, What is I, it that he wants to have it off with if not the dead? I think it well sort of li- yeah. surely not the living. so um you don't have any idea what this uh Sonic Enigma is, Tim?
0: Other than the obvious angle bit, but The, the obvious angle. You've you've understood the understood the angles, going on. But there was a Is piece. there a band called the Angles? No. Bangles. Bangles. <laughs> Maybe it's a
3: song for the
0: Bangles. <laughs> Trevor, if you bangles, don't
2: understand, if you're claiming now oh, yeah. that you're a Nick no, Trif, i Trevor's trying to guess his own no, an no, I remember the Bangles. Yes. The Bangles. <laughs> That'll be the Bangles. You haven't
3: got an answer to this. You've just made a noise, and then you're just going to play it out, and then when. A, thing comes in that you think yeah that could be it oh matthew you're,
0: you're going to really try that you this, is, maybe this is how
2: this like, okay, works let's go into let's have a listen little listen ryan adams okay who's putting these things in this is I don't good know. this is good it's i put not... this in this is
3: good this song oh, right, let's good. listen to it then. this adams. song's good chin up cheer up let's listen to it then <laughs>
2: It's quite nice. It's a nice oh, mood, right? Really like yeah, yeah. it's, it's OK. Here, listen to this. Dear Trev, Mr. Causebrook still teaches at Campion now. <laughs> a few years ago, on my Year 9 tr- Spain trip, the teachers had walkie-talkies so they could keep in touch and stop us from staying up late. I don't like the idea of that. Power. Walkie-talkies? Power, power, it's Insane. Power. A power, power. That's all it is with those teachers, isn't it, Trev? It is with him. Mind you, is Causebrook the one that grunted in your mouth? I beg your pardon. Is that the one? <laughs> What? The one that came into the storeroom while you yes, were asleep yes, under a coat. Yes, 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 Why didn't on. he say
3: you couldn't sleep under a coat? That's a bit odd. Okay, so the, uh,
2: what yes. they didn't know was that one of the students had bought a walkie-talkie and had found the teacher's frequency. Some of my <laughs> friends were listening late at night to the teachers while they were at the bar. They heard my Spanish teacher chatting up some girl and discovered that Mr. Causebrook's nickname on the walkie-talkies was 10-inch and floppy. hey. Hey. <laughs> Oh, hee hee. <laughs> Anonymous this is, because he might be listening and I might be in trouble if you read it out. I Although it listens. does say your name at the top of it, but I won't read it out because I don't want to get you in trouble because it says it on your email address, you choppy sausage. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We <laughs> locked our teacher out of the class once. She got so angry and upset with us that she cried and frantically called the head teacher. We let her back in but, but didn't respond to anything she asked us to do. In the end, she slammed her hands down on the desk and started jumping up and down and screaming us to be quiet. We never saw her again after that day. Why don't you make Trevor eat your snot and then make <sighs> him lick your toast? Charlie. Lovely contribution, Charlie. There's a lot of this teachers being victimised, seems to be yeah, very that's prevalent. Horrible. I'm yeah. all
3: for that. No, because no, they're just people. Because
2: what I was really looking forward to, and it happened recently, is like, I thought, sort of, well, imagine it'd be good when we're older. Cause then you'll be old enough to pull people and then you'll find out that they're teachers and you'll think oh now i've converted teachers into potential partners i thought i'd <laughs> be excited you know because it's sort of a final way of young young teachers
3: were generally all right it was the older bitter ones yeah
2: yeah i think it depends tim our competition winner from last week have you got any school stories you look like a man who suffered at school (laughs) i'm only joking (laughs) you look like a nice man i'm mucking around (laughs) did you what sort of did you go to a nice school like trevor's with people where teachers will be happily farting in your company uh no was it more like Uh, matt's uh, a haven (laughs) for pedophiles well i did find out recently that my computer studies teacher was done for
1: uh, paedophilia it's a shame it's, really a isn't it but I suppose
2: if you are a paedophile it's the obvious job
3: it is the obvious job isn't it
2: what yeah. else are you going to do you're not going to work in an old folk's home it would just be frustrating there do you think there? they sort of you'd get... probably
3: end up giving aggressive bed baths <laughs> do you sure. think they um drift into that i think oh i wouldn't mind teaching or do you think they're quite open they think right i need to get near kids i think they're innately
2: paedophiles and so they're constantly they're sort of pursuing an agenda to, to get involved in it i'm not suggesting
3: that all teachers are paedophiles
2: just a lot of them <laughs> only a- macking about <laughs> just these
3: few there is a teacher exposed. shortage and they've got more stringent rules nowadays so like, a, there really is a, st-
2: there's a teacher shortage Shame, isn't it, about paedophiles? Worrying. I was told by my teacher to get a rope from the PE cupboard. He then tied my hands behind my back to stop me sucking my thumb. Yes, I was very young and no, I didn't get much work done. That's from Pete the Bedroom Man. <laughs> P.S. saw Trevor on Big Mouth. That's a programme I do on telly. Is he a ventriloquist's dummy? He, <laughs> you do look like a ventriloquist dummy, do. actually,
0: Trev. Yeah, weird. I noticed that when I watched it back.
2: Well, no, just generally. Not just oh, right. on that for that one half hour of your life. You always look like a ventriloquist's dummy. Wow. Be- because I was pathetic at athletics, that's a nice rhyme, because I was pathetic at athletics, the token mad P.E. teacher tried to get me to run away from the track so the stray dogs would follow me and allow the athletic types to get on with the serious stuff. Where Where is this school? In the middle of Lady and the Tramp? Why <laughs> are the stray dogs <laughs> on the school playing field? Uh, thus ending my school career. What? I told, oh right, she told Wendy from the borough, that's from, she told the te- school teacher where to go. Quite rightly, yeah. can't be used as a decoy, can you? That's not right. What about, I hated PE. I hate it. More man. than anything yeah, in the world. Just so humiliating. Oh. Luckily, my mum would uh, cooperate. I'd say, Mum, mummy because I didn't reach puberty till late, so i go, Mum, will you please give me a note so I don't have to go in those showers? And my mum did, bless yeah. her. Russell doesn't, and then Mr Ryder, the teacher, who I met recently again, he was really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, like they, were, they were always suspicious like that, you know, because I was, like, every week there was some reason why I couldn't do PE. But I just hated it. Just hated it. It must have been really brilliant to be good at sports, but when you're not, it's so embarrassing and awkward to be in that situation.
3: No, yeah. It's cold. My parents would never, like there was two types of parent at school. Mm. The ones who'd, if you went, oh, I haven't done my homework, and I have a letter? they go, yeah, 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 yeah. But my parents were the... No, no, Staunch no. side they, with the authorities. The, yeah, if the school phoned up and said, Matthew's done this, they'd be right on my case, they wouldn't listen to me. Yeah. Fair enough, because, you know, it's turned me into the better man that I am today. But... Thank God they took that are <laughs> <now. laughs> hateful
2: misanthrope. Hi, Russ Trev. I burned down my school and then was sent to a young offenders institution <laughs> and burned that down as well. I'm not allowed matches anymore. Derek from Hull. Derek, keep the fire of your youth burning inside you baby fight the system hi guys sorry i only just woke up are you still challenging trevor has luke and aaron gone for lemons or salt based ones my friend thinks they're all the same person love mel perhaps they are perhaps these people are fighting Saw you- oh, and then this- oh, Kelly. Hi Russell, saw you last night, you were amazing. Oh, thank you. Me and my mate said we were the one, only ones that listened to your radio show. Can you please say hello to my mate Abby? She physically wet herself last night when she had her picture taken with you. Oh. Shame you weren't there, Trevor. That's from Kelly. Hello, Kelly and Abby. Thanks for coming to see me do stand-up. Thanks for listening to listen the radio do? show. We're at number four in the iPod charts. We, well, podcast charts or whatever the bloody <laughs> thing's called. I don't understand this technology. Let's get it to number one. Dids has turned up here. I can see him out there. Staggering, waggering should we bring him in? Dids, come in, come in here, Dids. We're using the radio to communicate to one man in that moment. (laughs) Hello, mate, you all right?
1: Messy,
2: isn't it? It is a bit messy. Come in, well, all right, Dids. Let's give Dids a welcome. Create atmosphere for Dids from Dirty Pretty Things. Yes, look at him. Are you all right, mate? You share a mic with Trevor Lock, and he will try and kiss you. How do you feel? comfortable. It's nice to see. I've never seen you at this time of the day. I,
4: I surprised myself.
2: Thanks. How, did, were you awoken by the cab arriving? Right. Be honest. He was,
4: he was asleep when I got down to the car. The cab driver he was said asleep. It was too much for him.
2: Really? He's given up just because of a bit of heat? It's a true story. Yeah, well, it's, that's... You l- been to
4: bed. Yeah, I haven't
2: been to bed. But when was that? Sometime in the 70s? It's quite...
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> you, you've not been to... Did you enjoy it? I loved I loved it. I like that. It is sleep after all, not just death in pyjamas. Laying there, letting silly lies live inside your mind. Better to be awake, interacting with other humans. Then there's always the possibility you might meet one you fancy and have a cuddle, then you can forget about yourself until tomorrow. Let's listen to Nick Cave. We'll carry on with Trevor's Sonic Enigma. We're gonna be talking to Dids. Is it not gonna be Nick Cave? What will be the Smiths? To? We're gonna to listen to the Smiths! Thank God for those boys! Oh, what would school have been without them, mate? Eh? Let's have the Smiths, then we'll be talking to Dids. We'll be doing Trevor Sonic Enigma. We'll call up Noel Gallagher later. Matt's gonna do a cultural review. And we're gonna drag this radio show out of the doldrums and into the Sony Awards! Let's listen to the Smiths! Righty-o, that there with the Smiths. With a boy with a fawn his side. I like that bit. When you want to live, how do you start, where would you go, who do you need to know? Who do you need to know to start living? Is there somewhere I can go? Is there a course I can do? We're doing Trevor Sonic Enigma at the moment, and Dids is here at our day Pretty Things. Let's create atmosphere for him once more. You're right, Dids? I'm right. yeah, I'm right. It's nice to see you moving around this time of the day, of course, we won't harp on about things like that. It's, this is not Capital FM's breakfast show, and if it was, it'd be quite good, cos they're alright, aren't they? We're not attacking <coughs> them. So, hey, Dids, um, did you, what, have you got stories about your school days and acts? We, we seem to be be discussing school and that on this show,
4: yeah. Uh, well, I haven't prepared anything or fabricated anything either, which might have been a better idea. Cool. But, but
2: truth is always better. The than
4: other these... day, I I was reminded of the story of Russell Jones, yeah. And uh, he he had a he had a, like a soft hip, basically. I wonder so, what it saying. means, a soft it's, hip. A, it's, it's a cool drug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a soft hip move there, Russell Jones. So, yeah, and uh. He used to hobble about, bless him, and it got got better. And then I I was under the impression that everybody called him the Rusty Penguin. but he waddled. Yeah, and he was called Russell. So the Rusty Penguin made sense. And then... I was under the impression that everyone called him that, but I asked my friends from school not long ago whether yeah. like, that was the case, and apparently I've made all that up in my mind. So you mind. just
2: created a whole I've, childhood yeah. drama? Yeah. This is how those paedophile allegations happen, people misremember yeah, yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah. Trevor, have you got more to say on that, have you? Well, no, no, don't point your finger
0: at me. Well, you're or, endorsing it so
2: confidently, exactly, exactly you proclaimed no, finger but, in the air, like Martin Luther King, as I've if you your stride.
0: I've had dreams that I've confused with reality.
2: Right, I sometimes, when I look at the way you dress, I sometimes think you've confused pyjamas with day wear. I think you've got, you're completely confused between day and night. Perhaps this is a dream now. I wish to God it not. i not wearing pajamas.
4: Yeah, not this time. He's, he's, he's really not up. wearing anything that looks like pajamas. Why, he... why would you make that up? Well, we, he often does, did. He comes see, in now here now. We've got like we've
0: a... got an outsider in the studio, someone who will stand uh, yeah. up for me and expose
2: did you. It, for don't you stand really? up. No, now, the,
4: the, the jig is up.
2: You're, 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 you're upset the whole dynamic of the show. He's here to be whipped and victimised.
4: You told me that you made him eat hair and things.
2: Yeah, we did do that last week. It was ever such fun. And he's supposed to eat earwax this week, and he keeps avoiding it. I'm not supposed to eat earwax. It Someone...
4: actually tastes like the inside of a strawberry Cadbury's Rose. All oh, right. Let's have some Ha <laughs> Now you're interested. Now you know that it's like a
2: liqueur. Get your tongue down my lug hole, Lockie. Do you, wanna, do, you <laughs> to, do you want to lug hole his ear, Trevor, before you think that you're in for some sexual misadventure? Here are some entries to the Sonic Enigma. This one's from Luke. Is it you So Square, Baby? I Don't Care. Is it, Trev?
0: Uh, I don't think that's actually the title of the song, but um, that's a good entry and it's not right. But Dewey well says.
2: <laughs> Dewey says, is it is the answer Trevor's psychotic enigma? Oh, nice. I is you. it Curves by Reichsop? If so, then this has got to be one of Trevor's sanest enigmas yet.
0: But obviously it isn't. Is it, Trev? It's not. And that's a really, really poor entry. If they listen to that enigma again, that is a... Sad entry, that. The way, it's the way that Trevor defends
2: his enigma is like Rosa Parks saying that the people of various colours ought to be able to sit where they like on buses, which was right, yeah, but like Trevor defending his sonic enigma with the same amount of passion as that is preposterous in my mind. Is it living in a box, says Kerry from Swindon. Is what living in a box?
0: Your Sonic Enigma. Oh, right. I thought she meant my little thing. No. <laughs> <Is> <laughs>
2: well, that it, condom then? filled with water that those Italian girls <laughs> have been forced to construct as a replacement parent because them. you're
0: terrifying them. I told them they have to keep it alive for the whole two months. It's their Tamagotchi. So they're using it as a Tamagotchi. i told them that that's their, their task. Or well, so it could have been worse,
2: Trevor. It could have been worse. <laughs> you, this thing must be maintained, Be kept aroused <laughs> for the entire duration of your visit by whatever means you'll see fit, girls. Don't be afraid to dance now. Bizarre Love Triangle from Tom. He's not referring to your private life with the two Italians, <laughs> Trevor. It's an entry for the Sonic Enigma. Is it Bizarre Love
0: Triangle? No, it's not. I've never heard of that. Who's Is it Miss like? by Pulp? Nope. Is it E equals MC squared by Big Audio Dynamite, says Alan Jepson? No, it's much more contemporary than that.
2: Is the enigma There Are No Right Angles Found in Nature by 80 Mile Beach, says Addie? No. Is it Shapes of Things by the R-bird, says Philippa? No. Is it Angles, Robbie Williams, Aaron? Nice one. Awesome. Angles,
0: that's very sweet. It's clever. Yes, like it's that. that one.
2: Well done, you've won. Is it the... Stop being sarcastic towards people that have entered... People were humouring you yeah, by entering your
0: competition. Well, Trevor, that's not sort of a sensible attack attack entry, them. so I'm going to respond to that in a flippant way. But Trevor, you can't control the way people respond to your sonic enigma. I don't, I don't attempt to control
2: people them, possible, but are I disgusted. will respond to way Look, he's risen up on his mind. Why that like Jim Sit
0: back down,
1: Trevor
0: Well, maybe I haven't seen the movie. Maybe I ain't seen the Trevor, you will do the rest of this without your
1: trousers and pants.
0: Take down your trousers! No, he's Please. done that before. get them down! I'm to look at that again. No. He needs, his status needs to be when reduced. When confronted with genuine charisma, that's all you've got left, isn't it? Pull your pants down. That's, Tri- that's the only place you've got left Tri- to Trevor,
2: essentially my charisma is a conduit through which people's trousers and pants are pulled down. <laughs> but what you're confronting me with is not charisma, it's anti-charisma. You are the anti- you suck charisma out of a room. You are Henry the Hoover towards charisma. You suck it up like dust. Yeah. 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 Yes, Trevor. I'm yeah. your shirt. You're, Look, you're your doing this now. in front of Dids. Yeah. You're embarrassing us in front of a member of a band that we all respect and admire. I'm very Didz. impressed. You're impressed. I've, I've, I've yeah.
0: impressed him. Tri- well, I he's... didn't say you. Uh, no.
2: <laughs> there are. Do you see, dids? That's why we treat him like that. It's ridiculous. <sighs> Tim, the competition winner, is still here. He's not got a mic because we've not got enough microphones here. But I can see from your face, Tim, you're embarrassed and hurt, aren't you? He's nodding. I can just he's confirm that you. he's nodding. OK, what, what track's up next,
3: Mafu? Cooper Temple Claws.
2: Hey, well, hello. Who was the bassist in that little outfit? Let's have a listen to that and then we'll carry on with Trevor's mind-bending enigma while Trevor stands up in his hindquarters, bizarrely. <laughs> Trevor, Seeing it at your full height makes me lose even more respect for you. <laughs> <laughs> six, six music. Cooper Temple Clause. Who needs enemies? Well, Trevor and I will always have each other. <laughs> okay, so you listen to Russell Brand Six Music. Dids is here with us, all right? Dids you enjoying it so far? Yeah, it's fine.
4: <laughs>
1: Don't just
2: say <laughs> fine. That is what is known as to damn with faint praise. Have you got to go somewhere?
4: Uh, in a bit, yeah. we will to, to Coventry.
2: Have you? You got to go to Coventry? Why is that?
4: Uh, we've got a good g- gig. You got a gig up there? Yeah. So, I sounded like I was making that up, but... It did, it did sound like a lie. <laughs> it's true. You're
2: playing with a ring in a nervous way, like people do when they're in well, a relationship they like and it. they're having an affair. This yeah. Is... It sounds like a... Guess who we've got on the bloody blower? It's Noel Gallagher. Hello, Noel. Hi, Ross. Yeah, yeah,
5: I am alright. You alright, mate? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm, uh yeah, I'm just walking around Hamley's at the minute. What are you doing in Hamley's? I'll what do you think some he's doing? Toys, exactly. <laughs> well, I hope
2: to God he's buying. To- Dids is here, Noel. Say hello to Dids. Hi, Did Hello, Noel. How are you doing? Yeah, man. I bet D- last time you saw Dids, I imagine there was that when he was gobbing milk out on Soccer AM.
5: Dids was uh, James Blunted with his mate Carlos yes. on oh, the. It was good fun, though. But
2: so anyway, so you buy- you're buying toys for why,
5: why exactly? Oh, well, I'm going to get some for myself, obviously. Naturally, while you're there. And then, uh, it's our kid's, uh, one of our kid's many children's birthday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's so, so fertile, uh, that brother of yours. I'm surprised he don't write all the music now.
5: Oh, he, he, he threw it about a bit in the B- Bless him. Nice <laughs> yeah. to
2: have a nice birthday. Okay, yeah. so what, you're buying toys. Do you know, what have you got your eye on?
5: Um, I don't know. Well, he's five. What would you get a five-year-old kid? I don't know. Maybe I should ask, uh... Meccano. Macan, that's a bit 70s now, isn't
4: it? Come on, it's obvious. It's, it's a bit retro as a no, gift, I, don't, I think. No, right?
5: no, it's a bit, no, it's a bit gay, McCann, isn't it? Puppets!
2: game him different puppets and then you can perform a puppet show when you get there and then he'll always love those toys and he'll think well, of nice and well,
5: I'm just thinking something extremely cumbersome and noisy.
2: <laughs> right, to annoy your brother?
5: Absolutely, like, like, a, like a drum kit or something, so Get right? him
2: a drum kit. Yeah.
5: yeah, or some fairy's wings, just to weird our kid out.
2: Fairies wings! <laughs> yeah, dress him up in fairies yeah. wings! And like, yeah, little pink tutu and that. Yeah, and then, Yeah, it will be good if Liam asked to raise a gay child. I think they'll do him the, <laughs> the world of good. <laughs> uh,
5: oh, dear. He's gonna kill me for this. But never mind, I think it'd be good as well. It'd be good for him, actually. Probably would. Yeah. He should've... We should've got him to go to Gay Pride with Trevor yesterday. Yeah, I've seen that, man. All the... town comes to a standstill, doesn't it? It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Name for Trevor. For, for Trevor, be that's be- where the town
2: truly comes alive.
5: Yeah, but they must think we still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you're proud, hey, you're, you're proud, well done.
2: Yeah, it's alright, Tom, you're not attacking gay pride, are you, Noel? No, I'm proud of him. It's nice to have, it's nice, isn't it, have a bit of pride about being gay. Yeah, Perhaps don't take it
5: to the degree man. Trevor does. If I was gay, I'd be proud. Do you... Put it that way? I'm sure you would. You'd find
2: somewhere boasting about it or something. Alright, oh, I'm I slept with hundred fellas this morning, you'd be going on about. I've done more than Freddie. Oh I'm the biggest I'm the biggest gay in the world.
5: I'm gayer than Freddie Mercury. I would be gayer than Freddie Mercury, that is a fact. Yeah. It'd be good, it'd be good. Perhaps, perhaps you should give it a whirl Noel, you know. Well, in a manner of speaking, I may have done already, you never know. I know! There's an admission! Right,
2: <laughs> next call 3am, girls, Noel right. Gallagher's a bit gay! And he's encouraging his
5: brother son to be gay as well! <laughs> Talk, by buying fairy of, wings. Talking of gay, yeah. I'm in the... I'm in the Superman section, what do you reckon? Super... So, well, there's a Superman section? Well, he's got a film coming out, hasn't he? Like, <laughs> <the whole time. laughs> Superman's not yeah. well a real
0: person, though. He's gay as well. Superman's gay, isn't he? Is he? He likes Love's Lane? No, 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 but the, the Superman, this Superman is gay. The new Superman. The actor's gay. gay. Or the actor or the, or the Superman. Is, is he same? out as a gay, Trev? <laughs> uh,
2: because Hollywood actors don't yeah. tend to come out as gay, do they? They tend, tend to keep quiet about that in case it ruins their careers. I yeah, am go.
5: just going to speak to him. What's the best yeah, thing to yeah, do that's, that's, for a five year old it. rock star, dumpster? By the old Rockstar Sun. Uh, <laughs> you want the, the Rockstar, Rockstar Star. Sun section. Rockstar Rolls. A Rolls Royce? Uh, yeah, we can do a Rolls Royce for you. will you do kids Rolls Royces? He's just want a buy that, Bentley's. No, or... he really? get that, he'll okay. end up like
2: Keith Moon.
5: Hey, they get a little kids Bentley's and Rolls
2: Royces. He'll drive it into a swimming pool, Noel. He'll, he'll ruin the party. He'll drive it into a
5: swimming pool full of milk. <laughs> It'll be nice. Which ditch yeah. could then gargle with and spit at Tim Lovejoy. In fact, I might get you a present. What? Have you got anything for a 39-year-old TV presenter? It's slightly effeminate. hi <laughs> <laughs> He said he's sure he can find something. That sounds perfect. Yeah. That's, that's so blurry.
1: thoughtful.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
5: That sounds very, fa- that's very thoughtful.
2: Thank you. Get get me something. It's about time you gave me a present. It's about time you came and saw my stand-up again. You've not been in that for ages.
5: I, I guess what he's just giving me for you. What? He just gave me a pink Rolls rice, the Thunderbirds one, but so just said, that's for the TV
1: presenter.
2: I've never been happier.
5: I'm uh, gonna look for uh, bees knees like whizzing around well, well, in well, London in well, that well, thing. Well, ...a bit more detail and not really... Yeah the, yeah, the bigger the better. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, the bigger the better. Even when he
2: buys children's toys, it's boastful and arrogant. See if you can get the sales of Roll with it into that conversation, Noel. <laughs> Possibly. See so if you can work it around. It's nice listening to you shopping.
5: Yeah, if it makes noise, all the better, mate. Yeah, a noisy yeah, one not with a not horn. Uh, well, it's not so much to... You know, it's not so much for the five us to annoy his dad more than anything. annoy his dad. Yeah, Uh That Hamley's... For a you man a and... They haven't got any drum kits, have you? Uh, um, <laughs> you're a good correspondent, Noel. <laughs> Thank you very much, Russell. You're like a kid's k 80 <laughs> <K-80. laughs> <laughs> On the second floor? Yeah. Alright, I might be down there, then. I'll take these... Can I carry these round? Yeah, please. Right. What are you carrying round? Have you got them pink Rolls-Royces with you now? I've got them, yeah, I've got with me. How big are they? Well, they're kinda like, uh I don't know, about three inches long.
2: Blimey. Get me one.
5: Well, I've got these... Just give me this pink Thunderbird one. It's called Fab 1 limited edition. Thank you very much, mate. are
2: advertising that now.
5: <laughs> right, yeah, no, so you're gonna do that... So you're gonna do that gig
2: with us 2nd of November? It's very hard to get your agents to agree to anything.
5: My, well, that's with their special agency. you yeah,
2: see. They're bloody difficult. They're difficult administratively. But let's just oh. say that clear your diary for 2nd of November. There's junkies depending on you. No,
5: that's done. You've Just got to, You've just got to speak to Marcus. Okay. And also, you want
2: Dirty Pretty Things to come along as well. So you've agreed, haven't you?
5: I, I, don't, well, know. If, I don't know. Well, yes, yeah, you th- have. Yeah, they should come
2: along, actually. It'd be nice to have them there, wouldn't it? And then Trevor's going to do his daft. Well, actually, didn't no, we no, say I'm we're not, not going to have Trevor do that anymore?
5: Yeah, but I don't we'll know, talk about Trevor before we refuse i see Trevor I'll tell you the, uh, the other night looking like Mickey Flynn off Only Frozen Horses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Mickey Pierce, I believe you mean. Mickey Pierce, that's his name. You do look it's like him. Mickey Pierce. Oh, they're all right, oh no, I was on the toilet, they're all right
5: hey, mate. They are, they actually look like he's either growing a pencil test, or he's got some, uh, over, overlong bum fluff on the top of his, uh, I'm going lip.
0: through puberty you now, it's a difficult time for me, Please. It's a difficult time for all
2: of us, he's become sexually amorphous, he can't leave my bum alone. <laughs> ridiculous the way we're forced to live, it really is. Alright mate, well listen Noel, we'll leave you cos I think we've got to go to the news and then, uh, then we're gonna listen to some dirty pretty things. Noel, thanks for your time mate, be good to catch up with you soon and I hope that the, uh, children's party goes well. Do give my love to your brother. I'll come in next week and drop
5: this, uh, this, uh, car off there.
2: Brilliant, we'll have you on the show, great. So, alright, right, Noel's well, gonna be in next week. Thank you mate, right. take care, Bye. careful in that shop. See you in a bit. Bye. 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 Nice to have a chat to him. Okay, right, well, let's have some news now, find out what's going on. That's weird, David Beckham resigns as captain. They're just trying to distract attention from a game we quite frankly should have lost in the first place. It's Best they played was with 10 men. It's a smokescreen. Yeah. What about that bit where Sven gordon Eriksson? goes, uh, I beg you, don't, don't kill, kill, kill Wen Rooney. He's not, in, as Matt pointed out, he's not in the hands of Al-Qaeda. It's only like that. The, the, the daily mi- mirror might go, oh, you, 10 lines and one, Whoopsie! Okay, let's have a, let's have a listen to the news, then we'll come back and we'll decide to do certain things. Dids have to stick around for a bit longer. Come on, Coventry And wait. <laughs> so there's Dirty pretty things we wondering. Dids is here with us. You're right, Dids. I'm okay. Yes. Listen to six music. I'm Russell. We have Matt and Trevor and our competition winner Tim. So uh, that's your next single, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't even know when it's out, do you? No, I don't. I've got no idea. Why not? Why, Why don't rather? you take an
0: interest in the admin? I
4: just... I'm bothered.
0: Not really bothered by it? No. Blimey, well, I don't it. understand no, the point true. of releasing singles. Because you've got an album, surely people just buy the album. It's, what,
4: it's just, uh, Ego feeding, really? Ego feeding, Trevor. Well, it's for the pussy cat dolls. Trevor knows it's a lot right. about ego Who feeding. would buy the, the eight, single? 8 year olds You 8 year olds, the, so You've already bought the album. They'll example. buy it for the B-side. If so Trevor had a I'd
2: single, do. he would buy it himself in huge quantities, and then would sit on heaps of his own CDs, probably nude, probably with a paper dragon, saying, "Ricky, Ricky, we're top of the hit parade." And guess what? That puppet is not being activated by his hands either. Did you were saying that um, you got uh, you've got a few queries. About the video, you've not made the video yet for your no, new we
4: we are. no, we haven't. What
2: might be interesting to have that in the video? I wonder. Uh, Perhaps
4: us. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Us. Maybe a tall man with a lion's hair, and <laughs> a shorter man with some glasses.
2: Get me and Trevor. I think doing some erotic dancing and wrestling like Women in Love, while Matt, as referee, warms his backside on a fire. Women in Love style video. That's what you need. Suggest it to Carl maybe. and I'll, Anthony and Gary. I'll bring it up. Is it, I bet you won't because you don't even know when your single's coming out you clearly don't care about things like There's that in
4: the just, band those two things aren't related yeah, exactly. that, just because I don't know when my single's coming out doesn't mean I can't relay an idea to my friends when <laughs> in perhaps 15 minutes or so uh,
3: well alright
2: you reckon you can do it that quickly
4: uh, well I've got, we've all got phones right I suppose yeah, yeah, so yeah. as part of the in, we get the this
2: decision world. done before one tell Carl and Anthony because we we do we ring you like, it's very nice of you to come here because ritualistically we go through the rigmarole of trying to ring you yeah, sort, every, every Sunday no, you're never up,
4: you're no, never about. No. I was surprised Noel Gallagher was up in, in Hamleys, actually. <laughs>
2: Astonishing, isn't it?
4: That's what you do when England get knocked out. You go to Hamleys. Go to Hamleys. Answer.
2: Immerse yourself in childhood and try and forget it all. Rightio, my Oh, listen to this, from Victorian Loughborough. My cat, Gus, loves eating earwax straight from the ear or via a finger. Try that out on any cat and see what happens. Or Trevor that's from victorian loughborough so thanks victorian loughborough this aversion you have to eat in earwax show if it's good enough for cats
0: it's all right though in earwax sometimes but what do you mean sometimes well it depends if it's a you know boys earwax or a girl's how is. many different come boys up a lot eat.
4: maybe you should eat did's earwax i don't think did's, did's is preparing he is it digging around eat did's,
0: did's earwax
4: Go no, on, eat Come on, Trev. Hopefully it a bit of really horrible like big brown I'm bit from the sick. inner ear. He,
2: he's got some earwax, come he's on, Trev. It's
4: only a tiny amount. On,
2: right? It's a tiny amount, why are you making such a really seam? I'll
0: probably get an ear infection from Allow it. Allow him
3: to <laughs> smear it on your glasses.
0: Smear <laughs> it on the glasses, yeah. dids. Did you see that there's a brand new glasses, dids. Smear it on his it's glasses.
3: Not really it's not a. Upper
0: lip. Smear it on the pen. What, what's the point S- of smear it on the pen? There's no one's gonna get anything from earwax being smeared on the pen. smear on you. Okay, Matt's turn's now. Right, he's, come on. He's, well he's done, LCR, Matt. Matt. Smear
2: me. that earwax on Trevor's upper lip,
0: dids. This is reminding me. of... This is for you, I mean, listeners. Do it. Uh,
2: there, do it. <laughs> Give him a moustache, force him. Right, I okay. Well Yay. done, Dids, there! He's got an wax moustache. Diggs, you've struck a blow there that for Trevor's challenges. Can your you smell it? Your
0: earwax really smells horrible. I think it's nice. I'm now, I feel like that Mickey bloke now because i wax waxed my moustache.
2: He's a musician, he so you Mickey should be Pez. grateful that a musician's earwax is on your upper lip. did is in a absurd. successful band. third
0: absurd radio show we're doing where a man gets his... Good! <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: He licked you up a lip then. You didn't have to do that, Trevor. You did that out of glee. Did I understand you've got to go off to Coventry? Yeah, that the phone's
4: ringing at the moment. Is that people saying, go, go to too- Coventry? Yeah, so
2: okay. Well, thank you very right. much for coming in here. You've contributed... That's right. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to have you here. So, give, uh, suggest to the lads that uh, we, we are in your next video. Yes. Because uh, that'd be nice. I'd,
4: I'd, uh, why not?
2: Why not have us in a video? It'd be a laugh. Yeah, it'd be confusing and Confusing irrelevant. and have no actual <laughs> meaning. for your fans. Hey, Maybe
4: black and white and then You could have you two just bumbling around London. Why
2: it. not? be a proper, proper palaver. Hey, let's, um, oh, we've got the competition. We've got an
4: oh, Enigma man on the
0: phone. Right,
2: so there's someone here entering the Enigma. We all know by now that if they're on the phone, they've already got the correct answer. Hello, Chris, how are you?
5: I'm not bad, mate. Thank you.
2: are you? Yeah, ever so well. We're having a laugh. Did you hear the bit there where Trevor had to have earwax spread on his upper lip?
5: I was quite yeah, I was spectacularly amazed by that really. Actually,
2: good it was. Yeah. Dids his ear wax? You know, I might it? try it
5: myself
2: at some point. I, well, I, mean, I think Dids has got ear wax enough for all of us, have you?
4: <laughs> I was uh, struggling actually. <laughs> yeah, right,
2: there, there was really, that really was <laughs> scraping his oh. ear there. A lot of effort was made to get that residual wax. Okay, so um, Chris, what do you think? Let's have one more listen to Trevor Sonic Enigma and see if you can get the right answer. I hope you can, because otherwise this phone call is going to be
0: awkward. <laughs> <All right. laughs> All right, darling. Mm-hmm. Poo, you've got nice angles, haven't you? Look at your straight edges. What's that in there? Is that equilateral, is it? What's the angle on that? Do you fancy coming back? I've got one of those children's plastic letterboxes. I reckon I can get you stuck in one of the wrong right. holes.
1: Poo, look at the corners on that. <laughs> I
2: mean, whatever the sonic enigma, one thing that constantly defines them is Trevor's aggressive sexual energy. So, uh, <laughs> what do you think that that was, Chris? It sounds to me like, um, the
0: pipettes and pull shapes. Is that the correct answer, cocky-locky? Well knocky? done, well done, that's Congratulations, <laughs> right
2: answer! Whoa, well, well right.
0: done. Chris. Chris you've, you've saved me there, mate. Chris, because a lot of people
2: thought that was impossible cos it was quite contemporary and stuff. So, Chris, you can come into the studio next week if you fancy it. Come in. Well,
5: that'd be lovely, yeah.
2: Come down, bring people if you like. Alright, alright. You right. can bring up to two people. <laughs>
5: up to <laughs> two people. Up Actually, to two.
2: Two human beings. Dids, thank you very much for coming. Chris, well done on the competition. We're gonna carry on. We've got Matt's cultural view still to come. Mr G's gonna do a poem that summarises the entire show. It'll probably be a haku. So, we'll, uh, So, Chris, well done. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, well done. See you next week, mate. Yeah, Leave your on, details please. with Adam, our producer. ta da mate. OK, so let's have a listen now to Paul Shapes by the Pipettes and let's have a round of applause for Dids. He's contributed well. He's given off his earwax that others might live. Yeah. Thanks, Dids. Thanks. Yeah, OK, the Pipettes. <laughs> boy, boy. Full shapes, the pipettes there. You listen to Russell Brown on Six Music. Guess what, right? Dids has just left now and uh, it didn't have, like, we have to give him money for a cab because he's coming on as our guest. And, like, Trevor had to give him 20 quid after Dids had rubbed earwax all over Trev's <laughs> upper lip. It was beautiful to watch that taking place. It's like, it looked like that Dids was an earwax prostitute <laughs> and Trev, a grateful client. Who's oh, 20 pounds? Gonna have some more earwax next, please? What a fluvia are you gonna empty onto me next week? What more do you want from Dave? pretty things. Anthony Rosamondo coming in here with a string of bogeys for you. Will you finally rest then, Trevor?
3: No. I'll, no, I'll you won't. Well, you yeah. did Tony hand well. over the money like a begrudging dad, though, didn't he? Oh, there you go. Where's my dinner money.
2: He tucked it into Digi's bra.
0: It was a, one of the most misogynistic and erotic acts I've ever witnessed. They're always getting money off of you and me, aren't they? The dirty, pretty things.
2: Yeah, what? they are, actually. Yeah. I remember really early on when I first met Carl. Like, oh, Russell, ooh, could I borrow 20 quid? And it escalated into £100. But because I was so in love with him and just kept handing over money <laughs> willy-nilly and then what I thought was sort of a down payment for friendship Right, so, but he has since given me some very lovely things. A lovely yes. a lovely Victorian cane, yes. a, a lovely uh, jacket. Dior jacket. He's been a, a wonderful man. And an Oscar Wilde toy for my birthday. And I didn't buy him a present because I birthday. Oscar birthdays.
0: Wilde toy? Yeah, Oscar Wilde a... action figure. Oh, right. Okay, I thought that was
2: another euphemism. Oh, Trevor. There's Oscar Wilde was perhaps one of the greatest geniuses of his time and you've reduced him to a bugger. Thanks very much, Trevor Locke. Okay, so uh, it's time now for Matt's cultural review. Something for which we have yet to write a jingle, but I think it'll probably goes.
1: Like this oh matt this is my cultural review i don't really understand the world i'm angry at life because i was educated by paedophiles <laughs> now then
3: let's have your well, culture review matt what did you do this week this is where you're wrong you see because i went and saw avenue q that uh thing at the noel coward theater in, in london, london. Yeah, it's a piece of theater isn't it piece, of, a piece theater, of theater the noel
0: coward
3: musical. no because listen it's like sesame street Mm. but more it's like an adult sesame street so there's Puppet puppets in... do the puppets swear yes mm. it's funny actually i went with my mate pete yeah. and uh he's quite a butch fella yeah and it was a bit embarrassing and so we why was it
2: embarrassing i like a bit of
3: theater <laughs> <laughs> well no i mean i felt a bit embarrassed because i was on essentially a male date mm. Did you get, i said like, you, you want
0: to go i said sort of i've
3: got Huh? Did it look like you were a couple of muscle Marys going out to the puppet show for the <laughs> night? Sat
2: there in their motorhead vests, <laughs> holding hands, eating popcorn and giggling oh, at puppets. Because I said
0: it, you could you could fit in at Gay Pride the way you're dressed today, couldn't you? What this I think that'd make good. a hero
2: of Matt. With him, look, no. he's always all no. about his guns as well, isn't he, Trevor? Or oh, welcome because, to the gun show, Trevor. Yeah. Some pe- Matthew. Some people aren't impressed. By well, look, he's this this is about my cultural review,
3: done, yeah. not about my muscular. Well, the first thing
2: you've said of your cultural review. I went there with my friend Pete. We
5: sat there, hand in hand. I'm setting the scene. Setting the
3: scene. Yeah. Now, and what a scene it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was embarrassing because it looked like two blokes. I don't know. I it was don't. just a bit weird. Yeah. We went to the theatre, everyone was dressed up. We weren't. We were on our own with we two blokes. It's not Victorian they... London. Everyone weren't in
2: taxis, <laughs> <laughs> arriving on penny farthings Everyone just wears normal clothes. Well, that's the how beer. it
3: felt to me because I am an alien. <laughs> Okay, listen, and then we went and sat down. I'll just tell you this other thing
2: because Matt said the word alien. Matt used to think that the song oh, Englishman in New York, he thought that that song went, I'm an alien, I'm a little alien, I'm an Englishman <laughs> in New York. That's what he thought that was. He thought it was a song about a little alien wandering around New York. He thought <laughs> it was a song from E.T.'s perspective. Oh, I'd never thought of that. Let's have some more cultural review. What happened next? So you sat, so sat down in and your then... little denim pants with your mate Pete, who you've described yourself as being butch.
3: Yeah, and, uh, straight acting pete oh god <laughs> <laughs> pete straight acting 30 go on um yeah non-scene <laughs> no we really obviously not gay it's <laughs> sat there it was all it started off really theatrical the sort of thing you and trevor would love <laughs> <laughs> really theatrical really like i'm singing in that voice i use when i oh that awful oh, welcome to the show <laughs> the show has begun that I saw that. Like that. so Lovely. i thought oh god i'm getting out of here at the interval yeah. and then it started it did actually get really funny there's some good satirical songs and. So oh, what,
1: what,
2: what are they satirising what sort of ideas um,
3: everyone's a little bit racist was one song uh, which satirising. no satirising <laughs> political correctness yeah uh, un- that un- political un-
2: correctness <laughs> since that's come along I've not been able to express myself it's political correctness gone mad just because I've been throwing eggs at my neighbour's no, window no, 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 no. Not- who's Asian I've looked at as a pariah
3: <sighs> not from that angle okay it's satirizing it from a liberal angle nice. uh, and yeah it was good it's quite a good bit of
2: analysis you've just done there that's the best bit of your cultural review so far it satirizes yeah, political correctness was, from a liberal it,
3: perspective libertarian politics like south park it was yeah. the best way to describe the, it was, its stance right but um so and it, yeah so it was a good sex scene puppet sex scene quite quite did a, the puppets good? have winkies no they didn't even have legs
2: mm, so how can
0: you define a good puppet sex scene well it was <laughs> and now a bad one it was
3: <laughs> what do you expect from puppet they sex were hammering back away in? at each other they had they 16 <laughs> I, I think, think what matt calls a
2: puppet character. a puppet sex scene is him committing an act of onanism while wearing a woolly glove. Okay, Russell, that for him, do you the remember sexy? the time Russell look at, sp- look at this
3: picture on my phone, look at this picture on my phone, he looked at it, and it was him <laughs> with his winkle in the mouth of a hand puppet. And he was,
5: look at that! <laughs> I did that on my own! <laughs> I was at home
2: and
3: I did it! It was funny. <laughs> the puppet looked embarrassed and I looked really pleased. It was a puppet with a winkle in mouth. It wasn't So when we we're talking about, no, it wasn't an erection. God, you're not an animal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was anyway. just a bit of fun!
3: Anyway, so, sat there, and then- Where is that puppet oh yeah
2: he went to that crisis center
3: for battered women yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so we were sat there and then at the interval because i'd already gone yeah. yeah we'll get out of here at the interval yeah, And you then, said it so in that bullseye
2: voice did you yeah. yeah we'll get out of here at the interval <laughs> then you're gonna go and pick a pocket
0: bullseye
3: <laughs> yes that's how i spoke and then so we left at the interval i'm ashamed yeah. to say even though i thought it was pretty good okay and then and then we went out about
0: about. you made
2: a decision not to like it because you thought it was making you no i made a decision to think okay
3: I'll get this now I just want to get out of here mm. were you embarrassed that your friend might think that you really like this and wanted to see yes, it yes we well what happened was we went to um crowbar, a metal bar and we were sitting there and go, yeah yeah glad that's over and then we suddenly uh started to go do you reckon that the gay puppet actually came out to his mate and they got together <laughs> yeah do you reckon those two and then we started talking about it because um this guy dumped this girl because he said oh no look, it's, i'm not ready for a relationship and then all the women in the audience were going yeah here here when she was crying and stuff they were sticking up for her. and then we started getting into this gender politics thing yeah. and we spoke about what would have happened in the second half and then we both went we should have stayed
5: yeah,
3: I'm
2: glad you realised that. So perhaps next week's cultural uh, review, I think you're going to see La Boheme. I think you and Am Giant yeah, you and Giant stacks are going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We've only booked one
2: seat. You've got to sit on his lap throughout it. It's yeah, going to be lovely. That. Okay, right, okay, So let's, um, right, so Mr G is here. He's going to summarise the show in a poem. Let's give him some atmos. Yeah, okay, right. All right, G, how's it going,
6: mate? Yeah, it's going good.
2: Did you find, have you enjoyed the show so far?
6: Yeah, I've been enjoying it as always.
2: Nice of you to get here so early.
6: Yeah, I didn't get much sleep. Sleep, it?
2: Why, what have you been doing women
6: just not what, getting much sleep of football. Yeah, yeah football try
2: to distract <laughs> yourself with sex did
6: you
2: i tried that the min- minute that the the the, the final ball had yeah. been struck i just thought oh god i've <laughs> got to find something to distract myself from this feeling of ennui and despair and that uh, but uh, obviously i was a bit charmless and it d- didn't go anywhere so what about you g what well, did you was you was with a woman were you i
6: was just just I was, anything, I was you? contemplating over events Right, okay, events.
2: sounds to me like sex Okay, so <laughs> let's uh, let's have a listen to uh, Mr. G's latest opus What is it entitled, mate? It's entitled School Days School Day, let's have a listen
6: Looking back over past events can provide a forward direction As we reminisce over earlier times spent with insightful reflection The joy, the pain, the laughter, the tears Over our childhood indiscretion, some too embarrassing to mention But yet our time spent in detention are what brought us all here In oral assignments, Matt, full of culture, evidently did well. He told his ear-slapping teachers to F-O-A-D and go to hell. And Trampy Trevor spent empty. Uh, and Trampy Trevor slept in empty classes. Listened to farts as he sported his homemade flares and his homemade haircuts had Mr. Corsbrook smarting. Hmm. I bet the fact that his finest pupil now pays, pays for earwax has him laughing. Ha <laughs> ha! They say that school days are meant to be the best times of our lives. Or maybe we just like to impart our toil tales through our rose tinted eyes. Or do we now realize it doesn't matter who was the coolest or the smartest, the best looking or the hardest, or at sports day who ran the fastest? Maybe it's just time to raise a few smiles as we look back to our times spent in the classes. Woohoo!
1: Good, Good.
2: Palin. Like the bit where he whipped old Trevor and said about Mr. Corsbrook. Funny.
6: I like the bit where it said that I went yeah to my teachers. Get out of it. Oh, I, I didn't did like that. I why that didn't I have a bit, G? Because well, I- all you did was sword fighting. That's boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sword fighting is not boring. Not when you do it with your dinkle. with an illuminous
2: <laughs> condom. It. Tell, that, it be-
6: tell that tell to the puppet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that puppet sadly can't speak anymore because he only had my voice and it was this one <laughs> okay Russell I guess I'll do it <laughs> <laughs> so okay what is the last track that's up Matt where is my
3: mind Pixies
2: oh that's a perfect track to go on, but no. we've got a bit more time but what a show it's been we've really Did's, Dids was a good contribution from Dids I liked it best when he smeared earwax on Trevor that was a laugh I it?
0: liked it least when he <laughs> yeah.
2: that was the best funny how different people can be and yet we still get along for somehow for moment
0: I thought I had a friend in the studio and then he turned
2: and he was really good I was so glad they came around to our side did Matt, it really Really smell?
0: Yeah. It's not Good. Really weird. Well, it if it's always finger, or weird. It was always the... does. Always yeah. does. What a horrible thing to do.
2: Good, I it think it was great. In. I'm really this happy. Have been you could
3: have You sell you on eBay now.
0: Sell
2: me on eBay? Yeah. yeah. Trevor does that anyway. <laughs> Trevor's selling his own little backside on eBay. Oh, so, no. Trevor, you use oh. the the internet the way most people use despair. It's just the thing for causing people pain. Tim, our competition winner from last week, have you enjoyed <laughs> the experience? Very much, yeah. Well, thank you very much. I wish we'd looked after you more, but to tell you the truth, I've been finding the boys very difficult to manage today. They've been difficult. Matthew, have you had a nice time?
3: Yes, I've cheered up and come out of my depression.
2: You've been really moody all day. It, so sorry. difficult
3: to work with. Don't say
2: that. You are difficult to work with. I'm going to talk to your mum about Look it. are talking? I am easy to work with. I'm devoted and professional. Aina G. Aina. Yes, you sure are. Woo-hoo! yeah ain't i cocky lucky ain't i no it's, no it's not. <laughs> what do you mean I
1: stick mean, up for me Trev. i mean you can put me through hell <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean. but listen what have we got as a result of the, my working methods we've got our own sitcom coming up on radio 2 cloud cuckoo land yeah, it's gonna yeah, be brilliant
1: yeah. we're gonna
2: do that yeah, yeah it's gonna be we're gonna get i'll tell you what you know i've, I've become friends with reese shearsmith oh, and yeah. coogan coogan's on the mtv show and let's get them all to do parts in our new sitcom imagine having steve coogan in our new sitcom on radio so 2 that'd, that'd be, be brilliant Certainly overwhelming be brilliant, it'll be brilliant. We've all got to write that sitcom first though because it's on quite soon, September's when it starts. <laughs> OK, so what well, we are gonna go out with the Pixies? Thanks, where please. is my mind? I think we all know where the answer to that is in Trevor's case. Focused on Dizzy's earwax, which is making him feel more and more erotic. See you next week, we'll do a better show next week, if that's
5: possible. Six, Six Music.
0: So that was the podcast, there it goes, disappearing round the corner, out of sight, over the horizon, it's gone. <coughs> Oh, that's uh, Matt and Russell repeating on me. <clears throat> now, next week's show requires your input. So you've got to write in, email in, text in, just turn up with it written on your skin in some kind of indelible blood. Uh, challenge me with something a little bit more intelligent and sophisticated this time, please. Something more intelligent than just drowning an earwig or shouting at a pigeon. Um, I suppose you get the listeners you deserve. Anyway, email text or message board in with your tales of first love as well because that's the topic we're going to be talking about next sunday at 10 o'clock on bbc six music tell your friends to
1: listen tell your friends to download the pod okay goodbye thanks for downloading this trial from the
0: bbc find out more at bbc.co.uk slash six music
5: bbc six music